0: Yeah, I I didn't mean I hated this issue. I hated everything we read.
1: (laughs) 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 Poor Ryan.
2: Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial or noteworthy comic books and comic book history. I'm Ryan.
0: I'm Sly. I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Daryl.
2: And we're here again for part three of Flashuary. Because I love the Flash so much, and he runs so fast. <laughs>
1: he does run pretty fast.
0: He does. He can run into my heart and then right out of it before I even notice.
1: Vibrates into your heart. <laughs>
2: so we are skipping ahead. Last time we talked about one of the cornerstones of Mark Wade's run. Now we're going to skip ahead to the Jeff Johns run. So basically, the the only real things that happen is Wally and Linda get married as I said last time. And then also Morrison comes in and and does some weird stuff in his justice league run where the flash gets much more attuned to the speed force. So he can make his clothes out of it (laughs) Mm. and he could steal people's speed. That's like how Morrison kind of reshapes
0: his powers. I I couldn't, I couldn't believe when he was doing that. I'm like, oh, he must mean he's kicking this thing down as losing kinetic energy. I'm like, no, he's just draining it. I guess yeah, he so he can just drain so speed.
2: So, towards the end of Mark Mark Wade's run, what happens is Wally actually goes into the Speed Force, and he's the only person that's able to come back out, and he uses the, the phrasing that always gets used is that Linda is, like, his lightning rod and his love for her, and, like, she grounds him in a way, like, as a, I think it's a pun, but mm-hmm. she, like, and that allows him to come, return from the Speed Force force where every other speedster like barry allen who ran into the speed force is unable to return on their own Hmm. so it's like one of the things that like bumps up wally's power level and then morrison around the same time was telling some stories where wally had like a direct connection because of that to the kinetic energy of the speed force and from a quantum physics level like in when you look at relativity. It's like E equals MC squared, like energy and matter are the same thing, but in different forms. And that's a real life thing. That's not a comic book thing. So Morrison Mm -hmm. kind of took that idea and made it, well, if Wally has enough energy to be able to run this fast all the time, if he gets enough control, he should also have control over how that energy manifests in the the material plane. So that's why he can make his clothes out of it. (laughs)
1: Okay,
3: (laughs) I think it's still less goofy than having a ring that pops out a giant suit. It's one of those things that, like,
2: it's really funny when (laughs) people says, "It's to me, like, as a as like a a physics major, it's really funny to me that, like, I always say, like, he runs so fast he makes his pants out of it, but that actually has more grounding in science than most other comic book things, (laughs) as stupid as that sounds. But like, basically, at this point in Wally's career, he's been powered up a lot, but less like, oh, he can run ten times the speed of light, and more that he has like this ultimate control you can also you can also attach to that speed light <laughs> well he can also do that but yeah. like it's not usually written that way it's usually more written as like he's controlling this extra dimensional field of energy that like the book what was interesting is around this time the book was getting more and more sci-fi but then jeff johns takes over it i think around like issue like 162 164 somewhere around there and he actually puts wally he starts to flesh out Keystone City a lot more, so we're jumping... We're kind of skipping around his run a little bit, but one of the things that he does is he establishes Keystone City as this, like... This was in 2001, 2002, so it's before the economic crash, but he establishes it as this, like, blue-collar, like, D- Detroit analog, where, yeah, like... they
1: talk about cars a lot. It, yeah. I was the yeah, thing, yeah,
2: so they talk about how, like, they build cars, and one of the things that... W- One of the issues that I included in here, not only as a prologue, but also just because I think it it does give a little insight into what Johns was doing for the world of The Flash at this point, is he also starts to put a big focus on unions and their role in the city. Mm. And I think that that's like, I've never seen that in a superhero comic before, so I find that to be really, really fascinating. And during this time, which we'll get into next week, but he's also establishing the rogues and a lot of the villains as these very blue-collar, like, working-class guys. Like, very much, like, I find that the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming feels like the way Jeff Johns writes the rogues. Hmm. Of, like, they still have the sci-fi stuff, they still do these, like, kind of goofy things, like, flying around and have these big, like, laser cannons and stuff, but they're very much grounded from a place of, like we you know we are They're part doing of the this is like a profession yeah the rogues are like a gang that do it as a job and they treat themselves like this is our job we are just like we're just working stiffs and like there's later arcs that we're not going to be able to cover on the show just cuz they don't really fit into the format but like wally Around this time, he becomes like a mechanic for the police department, and he ends up having this relationship with Captain Cold where they go to the same bar, like, bar-diner after work, and they don't know who each other are. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... But it's just this, like, work sucks kind of thing, and there's, like, this tension between them that I find really, really interesting. But it's just like doesn't work with the way we're doing this saga so it's it's something that we're not going to talk about but it's it's interesting to me that around this era and we'll start to see a little bit of this but more so next week that john's is focusing more on the like working class aspect of superheroes which is interesting because we always talk about especially in marvel too that it's like new york is where all the superheroes from and gotham and metropolis are clearly like new york new jersey kind of cities and the flash is one of the only like midwest heroes and I think that it's cool to lean into that and embrace that in a way that I think, like, makes him stand out more so than just, like, any other superheroes on the Justice League at the time that are, like, either from California or from New York, and that's it,
1: you know? Yeah, it reminds me of how many, like, people are stationed in New York City and Marvel. Yeah, Where it's like and you guys... everyone.
3: It's because all the writers were Martin. And yeah. Episodes. Oh, yeah. That's why. But, but I
2: always like when they kind of diversify the world a little mm. bit, and I think Johns does mm-hmm. does a pretty good job at that. But those are the kind of things that like we're not so much going to talk about. So I just wanted to like catch up. This is the world that we're now jumping into, with uh, in the middle of John's run. So what we're gonna do is this week we're gonna cover. The Hunter's Zolomon first story from Secret Files and Origins three, the Grodd issue of one seventy eight, I think. I have the trades yep. which don't have the label one seventy eight. Yeah, and then Blitz, which is one ninety two to two hundred. So, let's jump into it because that is a bunch of stuff, but I think yeah. it'll go pretty quick. So okay, so Secret Files and Origins three was just this like one off that. Secret Files and Origins was a a series that DC would do every once in a while in the 90s that's just like, hey, here's... If you are interested in this franchise, this is a way to, like, catch you up and see a peek at what's coming, but it would have, like, character bios and everything. So it's, like, a a big recap issue. So, but this one starts with... And it's it's also... Most of the art we're talking about is going to be drawn by Scott Collins. And it starts with a guy, with a cane, who's sitting on a train coming into Keystone City and we see <laughs> guy a guy lo- on a
1: cane on a train. Yes,
2: a guy with a cane on a train. And he this is where we get a lot of that kind of exposition that's like, you know, we come into uh, he's a FBI investigative support unit graduate that he's coming mm-hmm. in as a profiler. To he's like the end. guy in Criminal Minds but for yeah.
0: rogues.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I this is the question I always like wonder whenever I start mm-hmm. these things, is Hunter Solomon, this is this guy's name. Is he an already established character? No, when he's No, this is not his, his, first his first appearance. character. Okay. Because they give him a lot more like backstory of, like, I was part of this unit than I was part of this mm. unit. I'm like, they only, I feel like they only use, or at least I only assume they do that when they're like, they have that much of a backstory. Yeah, like no, he's that's, pulling that's from all, older this issues. is his first appearance. Okay.
3: Uh, what do you guys feel about uh, Scott Collins' art,
0: by the way? I hate the art uh, really
2: he's, he's my favorite flash artist <laughs> uh, I, I, I
0: like I liked art um, I don't know why I could, I did not like any of the art in this whole that's series.
2: so interesting he's the only artist I've ever bought original pencils from
4: wow
1: <laughs> yeah
3: it's very I, I find it very unique uh, it's, it's, it's it has like no shadows whatsoever it's all like lines oh yeah that's true it's a very uh, it works it, it works well the colors which, are very, which are, like it's a very combo key Art style, uh, like a modern version of like I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm describing it's very unique. I really, I really, I, I always stay you out like to it. like I really, I really, I really like it.
1: What about you, Daryl? Um, so uh, there's a couple like there's a lot of splash panels in this of like destruction. It's the spoilers. It's when Grodd is introduced. He's gonna be like wrecking the town and wrecking buildings and stuff. And there's a like it's very detailed. And this yeah. guy like knows his architecture really well. And I like his characters too. My problem, and again, this could be, like, a thing where the color's tone is very, like, it's very upbeat, positive, almost, like, cartoony, the colors yeah. being used here. It also, that's, again, yeah. works with this art where it's, like, the flesh looks cartoony, too, rather than, like, the more, the realism that we've seen from the uh, older issues we've been reading.
0: I think that's what turned me off to it was how cartoony it was. It's, like, it's so cartoony. I'm, like, this could be a Saturday morning cartoon, but the dark, it's, like, a kind of dark story. For Th- that's that's a very ingenious. valid point because
3: i uh this story uh is not like the mark Waits stuff it is very mm-hmm. it's very much like uh, Zolomon, it what this plot's about. it's about criminal masterminds and murder and stuff like and that I-,
1: I think that's part of my problem when i was reading it is that there was like this dark edginess to a lot of it like the first time you see Grod he has blood all over his mouth and then he just starts like killing people like it's saying it's like oh my god he's ripping this guy apart and it's like the the way they portray it is like it's too light for how like dark it is like being consumed by this giant ape man my dad
0: like my dad's dying of cancer and she just looks like uh like this like <laughs> I, I like static shock like or something like she's looking Static Shock character i want to say
3: this is why this is why i, is why I do love the art I would like this. I would like the story a lot less if it wasn't for his start. Like, if this looked like mm. a Mark Millar book, I, I, that'd be too gritty for me. I don't like the flash being that gritty.
1: I will mention, like, like even though I don't know how fitting it is, I think this guy's a good artist. Like, I look at this art and I enjoy reading it. It doesn't mm. distract me, other than you know, like against the material. But I'm like, this guy's like. When I think of, like, the Flash and Camp, it's like, this guy's a really good fit. And again, like, all of his architectural details, like, Mm -hmm. how much detail he puts into every page is pretty astounding.
2: So I'm really glad that you guys bring this up because this is actually... Funny enough, a problem that a lot of people have with both The Flash and also with Jeff Johns in general, that yeah. like and I really like the balance between camp and seriousness because I like it's the same kind of thing like with a lot of like kid shows like Adventure Time or Steven Universe where they seem very fun, but then there's this much darker over undertone like mm-hmm. under it where like I like that kind of cartoony, but like still kind of serious thing. But I understand why some people don't like it. And I, I think Collins does this perfect balance where it's still light and fun, but his the emotions in all his faces still feel very real to me. And I think mm-hmm. he conveys what the characters are feeling when they are, like, in the darker places. But I, I understand why people don't like that.
1: Like, it's not one of those things that I'm like, how could you not like this? I love it. Uh, yeah, I'd say, like, he's very good at, like, his expressions on all the characters' faces. It's one of those things where I feel like reading it that he... Like he makes the serious stuff lighter, which is, I think, what you might like about it, because you don't mm-hmm. get to a point where you're like, "Wow, this is like this is a really like painful panel mm. or page of like this person suffering." It's just like, "Oh, this person's sad. I can see this, but it's not like agonized." It's,
3: it's interesting mm-hmm. because uh, you got uh, I'm assuming Phil, you're like you're seeing the, the dark stuff, and you're like, "I wish our matched this." I I'm like I I'm seeing the, the the bright co- the bright colors and the line work and I'm like I wish the story matched this more. I don't like how dark the story gets. I'm, no, I, I I'm mm. not I, I
0: don't disagree with that. I I, I okay I hated all, all of this a lot. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> so I I I'm gonna say I think this is significantly worse. I've I've
3: read this in the past and I think it's significantly worse than Mark Waid's stuff. Uh, so I I always mm. felt bad shitting on Jeff Johns because he's he's a great writer. But uh, just p- part of there's parts of this I just I, I just don't like. He never struck the tone for Flash that Mark Wade did, and I don't like it. But hmm. go go ahead, Phil. What do you think? Yeah,
0: I, I mean that's what I was gonna say. I, I would actually be okay probably with the art more if if the story was just lighter in general. Hmm. Like I just. I just did not like any of this, and I, I was trying to I was trying to figure out why, because I didn't want to come here and just be like, it sucks, because I said so. I'm like, I yeah. must be disliking this for some reason, yeah. and I was like, maybe I was just in a bad mood when I read it, but I wasn't. I was actually really cheerful when I was reading this stuff, and I was just like, I hate this. That, that was kind
1: of, not. I—I <laughs> I don't. I didn't hate uh, last week's reading, but that was after I had finished it. I'm like, why don't I like that as much as I think I should, or as much as you guys probably will?
0: There's a scene in the scene in this first issue where this radio station guy is like has a bloody a guy with a oh my bloody god okay, okay wait so standing. so this guy's name
3: okay i just get the story a little bit so a guy, a guy named Murmur has broken out of prison or whatever and he's fucking Pia. and yeah I, I, I was I was wondering if I, if I remember this comic being worse than it was because I I was, I was picturing this comic in my mind and I was picturing onomatopoeia was in the story he's not like, Pia at all and, and like, He's basically basically Pia. it's the same thing he's, he's quiet not. and he, he's a mass murderer.
2: Okay, but like I mean it's more so so he was established in a previous issue that is right before this in the trade. And like he's definitely a different character. I don't know if Pia is like he makes all these
3: goofy sound effects.
2: This guy sewed his own mouth shut. Like, I know, but it's, it's the same, same idea
3: that he's just he's a, he's uh, he's a, a silent uh, mass murderer in, uh,
1: like a mass murderer in which like the word bubbles don't matter as much. It's kind of just stuff to terrify you. But yeah. Anamanaguchi is a, a little bit funnier because he's saying the sound. I'm not, I'm not, uh, they're
3: both yes. they're both they're both trying to they're both like edgy murderer characters. They both really, it feels like the same ballpark for me. Like I feel, mm-hmm. very, I, feel I, I I I literally imagine this character being Anamanaguchi in my mind when I was remembering this comic.
1: For me, for me, like came after this, right?
3: Yes. Uh, for yeah, me, I was just yeah. like,
1: Kevin Smith's just less creative than I thought <laughs> looking at Murmur.
2: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. If anything, that's a critique on Ana than Murmur. Yeah, yeah, but yeah,
3: it's yeah. a kind of critique on these type of characters that, like, it's a flash, is called for R, called for this, and you have this master murderer who's like, uh, who I was. Gonna... Sewn his mouth shut. Yeah, sewn so his mouth and shut. And, like, murders people. And,
0: and as he's grabbing the radio station guy, and there's a bloody knife he's about to stab him in the neck, the art in it, for some reason, it just looks like it's like this. He's like a shock, has a shocked face as the flash jumps and his blood spraying all over the panel and I'm like <laughs> it just doesn't look right. It looks like he's in like a webcomic or something. I I can't place why. A webcomic is
3: a, com- a good comparison because it, like it it it, it, it just it doesn't it doesn't capture the horror of the scenario. That's the that's the guess,
1: Yeah, you look again like at the blood and there's like a lot of light tones in it and it looks like if it was dipped in like red Uh, like jelly or juice and the
0: rest of the rogues show up right after this and he's like he catches anthrax He's about to kill Keystone City like again this is a pretty (laughs) dark thing the rest of the rogues show up and it just seems to me again like it's like a cartoon they're like oh it's magenta and he's like and girder and for some reason it's just the it looks like a cartoon so much the more
3: more we talk about this the more I realize this reminds me of Kaiju Max in a sense where the art was so colorful
4: Mm, and and, like
3: it it feels less like look at his horrible stuff horrible stuff it looks more like you're playing a video game that has, like, an edgy vibe to it. Like, uh, like you're playing, like, more... I've
2: never felt that way because I feel like the main crux is, I guess, it because, like, probably because I'm never distracted by colorful costumes and things like that. Like, that's just something mm-hmm. that, like, never, I don't really care about. It's more that, like, I feel like, through maybe not in this story, but throughout the run, I feel like I, even when the costumes are goofy or, like, whatever, I feel like I... I'm empathizing with the characters a lot more than usual because of the detail that Scott Collins puts into people's faces and emotions. They feel Mm -hmm. every single character in these books, even ones in the background to me, don't feel like that kind of faceless edgy, like whatever. They all feel like real people to me, even though it's cartoony. I feel like I'm getting some sort of emotional connection out of like a pretty large cast personally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see that.
1: I also think like like the the Kaiju Max comparison is a little bit different because the Kaiju Max had like really serious from material, yeah. whereas here it's like onomatopoeia Monopia just kind of feels out of place. It's like if you remove the serial killer that has sewn no, his mouth uh, shut, it's like everyone else like like Magenta and Gerda are both silly, but they I, both, I mean like, more when the
3: blood appears on page, it feels like that. Uh, yeah, like when when, when uh, Mark Wade had blood in his story, uh, it, it, it felt more like this. The, the art was treating it like it deserved like it was like black and kind of off-putting when it yep. showed up but here it just seems like oh it's just over too much blood it's like cartoony levels of blood
1: again it, it's like juice yeah, yeah. it's overdone yeah.
3: okay so I want to just get
2: into the story yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so Solomon comes and he has been hired at to be the profiler like we said and when he gets there he does some exposition like he talks about how this old Flash villain from the 80s is like the union boss and we don't really see him throughout the whole run. Really, any like supervillain stuff. He's basically just a union boss, and
0: but he, he 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 seems like he's scheming behind the scenes. He's like, we'll get them all. Yeah, you but know. he's
2: he's not spoilers. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he, it, it, and then we we meet some of the other cops that we have, which like we have Officer Chire, who's like this gruff guy who like is softened throughout the run. We have uh, Detective Marillo, who's this guy who just like talks about his wife all the time. And they're the main cops that Flash usually works with, and Hunter comes in and rounds out their like cop team as like they're the the metahuman squad. They're the ones that are supposed to catch all the rogues. And did you mention that uh,
3: Hunter's old has a bum leg? Or uh, yeah, a he bum has. Leg. Well, he has a yeah.
2: cane, so he has. There's something wrong with his leg, and mm.
3: that's really expert. That's really is put that put offensive into, saying bum leg or bad leg? I don't know.
2: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But. But yeah, so so that's he's you know he he talks about Hunter talks about how like he's a big fan of the Flash and like he he respects how he like was started as a teenager and he just wants to do good and like that he's just like this this good natured guy and he starts pouring over the pile that of this like serial killer case that we were talking about with Murmur and he deduces who it was. He says that it's he's going to head to this radio like this radio station because that's where this guy was first humiliated and we don't have to get into Murmur's whole origin. It was in a different <laughs> issue, but like the main thing is he does that like criminal minds thing where he's like, well, because this radio di- guy made fun of him, this is where he's gonna strike next. Like yeah. we've seen that in a lot of different things.
3: I, I don't say that's what I, that's off putting because you know you, when I think Flash, I never thought. Criminal minds, like like Batman, make, this would make perfect sense for Batman. Like, well, but the thing like is, the...
2: it's not the Flash doing it. He has to hire somebody to help him catch these. Two I know, ones. but I like, think that mm. works.
3: I know, but then, the, but again, that like that kind of talk, like you have to get to Murmur's head and realize he's trying to kill this way. Like, that feels like I'm watching Hannibal all of a sudden, like out of nowhere. But but I, I think
2: that's it. the that's the point. Like, because Wally doesn't have the skill set. So since the Rogues have come back, because the Rogues were not really a big part of Wade's run at all, this is like the first time they've really been heavily featured in like decades. Like they've been around, but they weren't like main features of the book. So, like, Wally being like, I, I can't figure this out. Like, I'm not smart. We need to... He works with the police more and he has to get a profiler. I find that to be pretty interesting.
3: I, there, yeah. I guess it's different between, like, trying to figure out Captain Cold, a guy who has an ice gun, and versus
1: figuring out Murmur who
3: stabs people for me. But I don't know.
2: They're all criminals. Yeah. Like, it's... They, like... Every supervillain, I think, has a psychosis on why they do what they do.
1: Yeah, I just feel like Murmur's just like a, a bit more unhinged because Captain Cold's a guy with a yeah. nice gun. Murmur, so does shot.
2: Yeah, so then, so th- then we get like the the setup of what Sly was talking about with Hunter's disability is. Flash is like come on I can carry us all to here you're coming right and he thinks Hunter thinks yes I am I cracked this thing but then he looks at his leg and he's like no I, I get in the way the cane makes me slow and he like clenches around and he's like damn this thing and then we get all the Murmur stuff that we are talking about where he's you know trying to use anthrax and kill everybody and then A this question. group uh,
3: Murmur has no powers does he?
2: No, he's just circular. How the fuck does Flash not stop him in like five seconds? So, well, what happens is he focuses on the anthrax, and then a bunch of super villains
1: with power show up. He can move
3: the speed of light, like. But... I mean,
1: this is always the problem with the Flash. It's like, how come he reacted so slow to this when he can like think at the speed of light? Yeah, it's yeah, just like it's it, it is. Flash is always like both power convenience and like reaction yeah, convenience. But that's what things like,
2: like for me as the character, you like just have to. Yeah, that.
1: you've never been like super big on. I, it seems like you really enjoy the Flash's powers, but you're not. Th- this like breaks my believability. Because I in think this.
2: it's, I think it's just impossible to like have a speedster character that has that kind of powers without, like, you but have to I, you have to ignore it. You just have I to. I think
0: I think in sometimes it, it does work more than other times. Like when he's fighting other speedsters, you can always kind of buy it. When he's fighting someone like yeah. Grodd, you're like he it's not like speed and strength are unrelated like they are in video games. Like Someone who's super strong will swing their fists like super fast, too, because they're strong. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can get why Grodd could land a hit on him. But when it's a guy with a knife, and you can run around the globe 12 times before <laughs> Superman can blink, I'm like, you should be able to just punch this guy for, in the face. For
3: me, uh, as a Superman fan, Superman, Superman should beat a lot of his villains very easily. But uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 but, but for me... I uh I'm accepting of it as long as the villain is greater than life. Like if it's like a guy with a big machine threatening the city, like I, that's why I like Intergang, I like a bunch of guys with mech suits and stuff. Like I like let's like imagine what could be a threat to uh somebody like Superman. Uh Murmur is not a threat in any way whatsoever to, to Flash. Like, so it, I mean, that's kinda of the whole point,
2: is he stops his plan almost immediately and then these other villains I know, stop, but like so-
3: I know but he, he should be like and Murmur's out, and now now these other guys fight. Like Murmur, should, it's not even a, like a contest. Like he's like he's he, like he shouldn't even like be a factor. Really. You want
1: him to be like, I mean, dead he's immediately? The, <laughs> he's
3: just the catalyst of this whole thing, and the, I know, the, he, so... he stays for the rest of the story. He's here for the, rest of the fight too, so.
2: Yeah. So what happens then is Gerder and Magenta, who at this time in the book, Johns was starting to build up where there was the main rogues that were the Silver Age villains and this new gang that was like a bunch of crazy, much more edgier characters. And pretty much what Johns is building up throughout this whole run is that there's all the new characters that are like Gerder and Murmur and all these edgier new characters are trying to be the top gang in the city. And the other ones are, like, this isn't how we work. Like, we shouldn't be serial killers and a bunch of murderers. That's, like, that's just, like, that's not what we do. And yeah, the old
1: age crime versus new age crime. Yeah, and
2: and the climax of the story of, of his whole run that, again, we're not going to talk about. But if – I wasn't going to bring it up at all. But if we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about these characters, I guess it's important. <laughs> uh,
4: we should
3: cl- mention is, like, a metal dude and Majent yeah. is, like, a telepath.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the, the whole, the, the premise basically here is that these edgy characters can only go so far and that, like, you can't, a city cannot function with these characters running around. So that's, like, the, the real crux of the story of his whole run is old school rogues versus new school rogues and what actually, it's kind of like a meta thing of, like, in comics, what is the better story to tell? And. yeah. John's you know spoilers for the end of his run he falls on the side of like the classic more like relatable down-to-earth villains are better storytelling tropes
1: that Captain Cold's better to have in a story than murmur
2: yes Basically, it just ends and it ends with Hunter being like, oh, well, like we save lives, you know, even though I couldn't be there, I, you know, I still love to walk around the city. It doesn't seem so harsh at night. So like dirty it's, I think this will, I think this will work. It'll help me forget. Help me forget the accident. Forget about her. Yeah. And it's Hunter like looking wistfully into the sun, into the moon. And he's like, I look forward to this. And that's like just our introduction to like the main the whole point of this issue was just to, like, give you a preview of what was to come. It wasn't supposed to tell, like, a deep murmur story. It's just supposed to be, like, this is the gang of rogues. These are the kind of people that they're collecting for, like, the new rogues. And here's Hunter, and here's the cops, and here's their relationship with Wally.
1: Yeah, and it yeah. even ends on, like, the stinger of, like, oh, I'm the thinker. And you're, like, oh, who's this guy? But that guy's not in this story at all. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Like, but- and, and, again, it wasn't Flash issue 180. It's... The whole point is, it's supposed to be that catch-up special that you buy if you're looking to jump in, right? And
3: let's and, and talk about uh, like the quality of the story. Uh, Hunter Solomon uh, is one of the reasons why I did like the story until a certain point because I, uh, he's a very relatable character, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, especially compared yeah. to Flash, who's obviously a much larger-than-life character. Yeah, in and,
2: and Hunter is a is a major character for a lot of his run in that like we're going to be skipping ahead a lot. So like this takes place around issue one seventy. And we're skipping now to 178 for just this one-off that Hunter's not even in. And then we're skipping to 192. So Hunter had been in the book as Wally's friend and confidant and, like, you know, coworker helping him with these things for, like, a year or two at that point in the book. So, like, even though it's we're going to jump ahead, he's still, like, he is a major force in Johns' run here. Mm -hmm. So I think, real quick, I mostly... I I, I just want to really quick go through the Grot issue. So I think it would be easier. The main crux of it is it's the same kind of thing where we have that, that
3: new rogues uh, so it has it has the union stuff where uh, the cage factory is cagey gorilla ground and it's yeah. like you gotta be part of the, the flash city union I forget the so basically a,
2: a privatized uh, like a privatized military force has is like we can take over all of the like security needs that you need and this is like you know this is pre-Iraq war so like Blackwater wasn't a thing that people talked about all the time but I find that to be a really interesting idea Especially this early in comics, of this like private militarized force, are like, we are transferring this gorilla who's a bloodthirsty animal with psychic powers. I know. This you psychic just gotta gorilla deal with
1: it. from his own gorilla city. Uh, yeah. oh,
2: but my that's God. just, that's just something. That's just, you gotta deal with it. Sorry, I guys. Am... I can't deal
3: with it. It's, it's one thing, if, if, if he feels like a goofy gorilla, but this story, his, his blood, blood's gushing from his mouth. Like he's trying to be a dark, edgy villain here. And like, I. I have no. I I think it
2: works. I don't care.
4: Hmm.
3: So the main
2: thing is they're coming through, and the rest of the city, like all the workers in the city, are like, this is a union town. You have to be part of our like, our of our like prison union system to be transferring prisoners, and the like the union boss uh, Keith is like, you know, you got like. This isn't going to work like and and they talk about how a couple of the guys there were blacklisted for joint for basically being scabs for previous companies that went under. And like Keystone is a union town. If you're not part of the union, you you know, you're kind of setting yourself up to be unemployed in the future. And those new rogues like sneak in and basically just fuck with the tank so that Grodd escapes. And we just have a big fight where Grodd is like I said, he's. He's got this telepathy that's showing Wally like his deepest fears. He's murdering people and he's smashing through buildings. And the main thing is like it's just a lot of it is Wally just trying to save everybody and cope with like the horrible images that Grodd's showing him as he basically destroys a city block. And this and, is and,
3: and there's a uh, like it's, it's not just because Wally never gives a good solution to Grodd. He keeps yelling at the security people, saying, "How dare you try to cage Grodd? He's above you, or whatever." That's not but, what he's
2: saying. He's saying he will break out. You have to bring him back to, like, where he came
3: from. I know, but Grilla they say, like, City. they see like, Gorilla really, City so doesn't exist anymore, I, I think. like They
1: say Gorilla cities in, like, anarchy.
3: Yeah, so so he's like, I have no good solution, but I'm just gonna criticize you for, obviously, trying to cast, uh,
0: keep this wild monster in check. Yeah, it's
2: like when Sly talks to me about politics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, 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 I think, I mean, I've said it before, it's just like... I, the whole argument of like, well, we have to imprison them because that's the just thing to do. I'm like, he, it's King Kong. It's not... Yeah, it's, it's King Kong. Like he a, shot King it's he he's sentient, like he King
3: sentient Kong he
1: really He's sentient. Just because he's an ape doesn't mean he can just like, well, you don't need to read him his rights. Uh,
3: here, uh, So, <laughs> I def- the final panel after Grodd's massacre, it's a uh, whole block of the cities ruins. Like, people die during this fucking rampage. This is one rampage from Grodd. He is mm-hmm. a danger to everyone around
2: him. So part of, and we we talk about this, it'll come up in the next story too, but part of what Johns is building around here is there's this warden figure that we meet, Warden Wolf, who believes in very harsh punishment and very harsh justice. And in Iron Heights, which is the Flash's prison, it's like he keeps them in costume because, like, not with their gear and everything, but his whole thing is like, the second they become supervillains, they cease to be human beings, they cease to be citizens, and we're going to treat them the way they, the way they have set up to deserve. So like he has one guy that's like this radioactive villain that like when he walks around he gives people cancer. He uses him to power the prison. He like basically tortures people and is like really really harsh punishment and part of the debate that we see throughout John's run is where does Wally fall on that? Because Wally as we've established previously has been a more conservative character, but he still he's he's coping with where how he feels about certain things like in we mentioned last time, during the uh, two episodes ago during the trial of the Flash, that Wally testifies that Barry shouldn't have used, uh, you know, criminal punishment, and he shouldn't have executed Reverse Flash. But na- but since then he has started to reversed. think about it more, and he's reversed that position, and he's still trying to find his way of, am I that all life is valid superhero like Superman or Batman, or am I this more like middle America heartland, and I'm using air quotes here, like. You know, this is what they deserve type of more conservative figure and having a really harsh prison that the argument here that they keep making is you can't keep him here. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And the warden's like, yes, we can. We have the power for it. And he's like, no, he needs to be put away. And later on, he will be called for him to be put down, which is like to me that. I know you guys are like I know Phil. You keep arguing like how you feel about this, but these arguments are also made between characters, and I think that yeah, that's I, I interesting. like
1: I like that they brought it up with the wolf stuff later on, where they're like he doesn't believe in rehabilitation; he believes in punishment. Yeah, I'm like this. This would happen in the city with all these like rogues. You would probably have a very hardline like police. But uh, I,
0: I appreciate the, the the corporal punishment arguments, like or capital punishment arguments in general. But it's like. I feel like it's a hard analogy to make. Always, like the same way in Kaiju Max, I'm like, but they're mo- like, it's 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 different when they're monsters. Like it, it's different <laughs> when it's King Kong or a, or a lava monster. Like, but the thing is, to me, that's such
2: a slippery slope argument because, like, when you look at how a lot of people treat criminals, like they talk mm. about them as if they're also monsters.
0: Like, but but, I'm, but, but like but a dehumanizing
2: the these people is what we do already as a society.
0: It's just... but, but a serial killer can't explode. Like he can't <laughs> explode the prison he's in and kill everyone in New York. Like, but the thing
3: it, is, it's, just, thing it's is, like if it's like if a serial had a gun permanently attached to his body with infinite ammo. Like, it's it's <laughs> like it's like at that point, then it becomes a, a different question of whether or not it's not a matter of humanity. It's a matter of danger to society. I
2: don't know. I would like to think that even if like violence kept getting expedited and expedited, we would be allowed to have a conversation about where the line should be drawn for capital punishment.
0: But they've they had the conversation. They keep bringing Gorilla Grodd in. It seems like, and he is a he's still King Kong every time and kills the city. Like it, it, it's because it, it, like previously he was a. Goofy,
3: that's why the transition from Goofy to serious is always weird because he existed for so long. Uh, he like he he's a Goofy like reoccurring villain. If he's killing people, like this conversation would have been brought up way earlier. Like if if because uh, I've not I don't know when he became dark and edgy. Right but, here, right here. So but he, like, but like Flash acts like. Yeah, but that's like
2: that's how comics have always worked. Like when you update a premise, like that's they kind of fold it in. Like this is the character. And I know, but that, like, that's
3: that makes a plot hole because Flash would not be like uh, he would not be so aware of, of Grodd and still be so oblivious to what Grodd is capable of.
2: I mean, it's the thing is like throughout the 90s, he it was like a slow ramp up. Like it's not that he was always super campy, and then all of a sudden it was this. But it wasn't like this is an escalation of it. This is a a reimagining of the character. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. I find the whole like, I, I'm uncomfortable with the argument of we as just citizens can make the decision when someone is a monster that deserves to be murdered. I I'm uncomfortable with that. And well, if what? this is a state, they don't talk about this. But if this is a state where the death penalty is outlawed, which is a thing in many states, all of a sudden like should we? Be like oh for this case we should start killing people again I find that to be a troubling argument yeah. I, 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 think
3: about, I think it stretches the believability that they wouldn't reinstall death penalty and enact it on these people uh, I don't know
2: I'm against the death penalty
3: Hundred percent in all cases. But but you you're now living in a city where your 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 city block was destroyed by Grod and like this happened in like one week. Next week, murder murdered a bunch of people. Okay, like, but is- I just
2: I don't I I tr- I really am uncomfortable with the argument that well if your circumstances were different it's then you know you would feel differently and your morals and your political beliefs would be different and I find that to be kind of like. Off-putting and reminiscent of like all the times that people were like, "Oh well, when you have a real job, you'll be a conservative," or all these kind of things. And I know that it's different because it's hy- it's a larger, it's hyperbolized for this for for a comic book story. But I I just I find that to be a really non-compelling argument that we don't live in this world either. I would like to think that because I think that the death penalty is morally wrong, that even if someone was terrible and really terrible, I. Don't, I, I'm not going to just agree that, yes, I would definitely change my entire belief on the sanctity of life. I'm not And the saying, role I'm that the say, government plays in that.
3: I'm not saying that as. I'm saying that as how human beings will react in this city. They will not like. They will not still. You cannot have the optimistic view on justice that these people have and have mass murders in the town.
1: You guys are looking at this from like two different perspectives of Ryan looking at it from like an individualistic perspective and being like, I'd be uncomfortable with them having this in here. And so I was looking at it from like a sociological perspective where it's like, why wouldn't they have the death penalty even if it's wrong?
0: Not to mention for a lot of people like I am also against the death penalty in, like I am too. I, I I am against the death penalty as well. So, like we're But all I'm the... like a lot of the things I think about are like well the government you can't you can't know for 100% that anyone is guilty. A lot of times people don't, like the story is, you know, m- you know, mishandled, the case is mishandled. I I don't want to ever assume that there's okay, a But chance That's that we're not why someone. I'm against
2: the death penalty. I'm against the death penalty because I think it's wrong.
1: It I don't so, even if they're guilty, I think it's wrong. I I don't I don't think we should spend the this whole episode talking about this. <laughs> About, which would you approve of the death penalty for comic book villains?
2: So, we're going to get into, we're skipping ahead now to 192 to 200, which, they have a couple different, like, three-issue arc titles, but this is fall under the banner of Blitz. which oh, Also, all the trades rogues are
4: free now. Blitz. We didn't mention
0: that. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Uh, Grod- well, no. No, they're They're, about-, they're, about, they're, they're about to become uh, free now yeah. because... Grads is a bunch of monkeys with his telepathy yep. to attack. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god! To attack the fucking prison. Uh, yeah. So um... after like that conversation about death penalty, now. We're, we're, we're laughing
1: because in the comic it shows like the monkeys parachuting down from a plane. From a plane. with, like, Good. With this pink is objectively
3: eyes. good. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I, I can't. <laughs> this, this will be great. Okay, not going to Silver so Age versus Modern Age anymore. <laughs> fuck yeah, it. please don't. Okay. So uh, so while. We get to introduce the uh, Static shock-looking Girl. Forget, uh, what's her name? So her name is Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Her
2: Peekaboo. whole premise is she can teleport, but every time she teleports, she leaves an explosion behind her. And in a previous issue, she is was locked up because she was trying... Her, her father was dying, and she was trying to go to med school to be the doctor to save him, but she couldn't finish it fast enough, so she basically had to use her powers to try to force the hospital to take care of him. And it's... I mean, she just has, like... A domino mask and a T-shirt, and she's now in prison. And Hunter Zolomon is here as like her caseworker, basically trying to make the case that it's a more complicated case than just black and white. It's that you know she's just she's trying to do the right thing. She's in distress, and the warden is like, "No, she's a rogue. She put four men in the hospital. She's a bad person." And while he's he's been waiting for hours to talk to her, and like you know, as like a, a the role of like a social worker type Mm -hmm. and they have these guards in full riot gear beating her and basically trying to like put her under enough sedation and medication so that she can't convince the cops that she's a victim
3: so immediately after uh the we see the parishing gorillas we get introduced to a guy who rips off his skin and throws them, like, playing cards. I, I don't so acts like these are major characters. What happens is... No, things... but, like, I'm talking about... It, I want to set the tone for, what, like, the tone disparities, because that's my problem with Flash, okay? So, it's guy rips off his skin and throws them, like, like Gambit. He's edgy Gambit. And then, yeah. uh... uh Sugrash, it's called uh, Double Down, right? Double Down, yeah. yeah. And, and but like, Ryan like, hinted at... No, these cags are relevant. It's just to show all the Flash rogues breaking out. But then Garroch shows up, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here, rogues! I'm here to fight the Flash." Basically, I,
1: I like I like seeing all of the the rogues come out. Just seeing like, because again, I didn't know who was like old age, who was like new, and so just seeing. So these are the... almost
2: all new, except for the top. They're all new characters, okay, except for the top and Abracadabra.
1: I feel like the top, yeah, because <laughs> Abracadabra is just like a magician guy that teleports in and out, and ever Abr- uh the top. We'll see a bit more of him later. He's this guy that pretty much like skews with your like internal balance in your yeah. head. And cool power. Um, I
0: think it's a really cool power. Uh, it basically uh, cap vertigo. Uh, a yeah, bit. yeah. I, I, I think it's great, especially against someone who's like I'm really fast. It's like, well, yeah, you, yeah. That's, I that's,
1: want to appreciate that when <laughs> there's this one villain. This is such a minor thing, but I was like, I like this when Blacksmith shows up. I think she was like the previous like leader of all the rogues, right? Y- yeah. Um, her her suit, usually, almost all female comic book villains have, like, lipstick, and I just like that she doesn't, she just has, like, these white lines going from, like, her lips over, like, it doesn't show, like, her nose, she looks unconventionally, like, she's unattractive, kind of, when you look at her, like, you can tell she's a woman, because she's got, like, a female
3: apocalypse from X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. And
1: I, I, after just seeing so, so many, like, women villains just be like, hello, boys, it's just yeah. nice seeing someone that look neat.
2: So I mean, also one other thing that I just want to mention. So there's the is that we also before Wally goes there, we get him and Linda together, and they're talking about how this this was revealed in a previous story is, is probably pretty clear. But they're expecting a child.
0: Yep. So the next issue has the fight between one of the fights between Flash and Grodd. Mm-hmm. Um, Grod pretty much, he starts, like, fighting against
1: the Flash, and he's just, this is when he's just telling the rogues, it's like, yeah, I'm here, and they're like, you got it, like, I'm out of here, see you later. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, he beats them up if they don't leave.
2: And, Um, and Hunter, Hunter's in, like, the hospital bed, because he got, like, tossed around a little bit. By Grod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or or by one of the monkeys, I'm not
1: sure. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because some of the monkeys get beaten up by the other rogues, too. Like, one of the guys was like, speak no evil, monkey, in terms of a fucking eyes. Also, net,
1: whatever. one of the things, like, I wish they'd done with Grodd is that they did put, like, some, like, gray highlights in his hair or something. They made him a little bit more distinctive than the other monkeys because I couldn't tell. Because when the monkeys come down, they all have pink eyes, which Grodd has since he's a psychic gorilla. And I just yeah. couldn't tell which of them were, like, the Grod versus Grod controlled
3: That's fair. And for clarification, I do believe they're normal gorillas. Grodd just might control them. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But th- that does give them the same look as him. And he yeah. keeps showing, since he's psychic, he keeps showing uh, the Flash, like, images of uh, Linda being tortured yeah. and killed. and himself. everyone he loves killed. dying himself. Yeah, it it goes into, like, this
1: pink and, 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 like, dark red magenta color.
0: They're yeah. all being hung by meat hooks. And uh, so that keeps distracting the flash um, while they're fighting. And then fall out the guy who's being used to power the facility.
1: Yeah, uh, he's, like, he's like a nuclear man. He has clear skin and you can see his bones and he's glowing green.
0: And and, and the, this
2: is – I considered putting in the issue that sets this guy up because basically he's been tortured and is using to power this thing. And he keeps trying to escape. And, like, the prison system just keeps being like, it's because he's a rogue. It's because he's evil. And it's just because he wants to visit his family's graves that he accidentally killed with his – like, when he got his nuclear powers. Mm-hmm. And Wally lets him do that mm. and, like, is trying to stop him. But then he, like, talks to him and he lets him do that. And then he forces the prison to, like, come up with a much more humane way like because he's still, like – like, I I don't want to let these villains go. If I can help keep the villains here, I would like to do that. But I can't be in constant pain. So, like, Wally works with him to create, like, a humane way that basically he just, like, sits there and they, the building, like, absorbs the nuclear power without, like, pulling it out of him. Mm-hmm. And so he shows up to, like, to help.
0: Yeah and also we didn't mention the Warden has some magic powers too where he can like constrict people's muscles so he's like choking out gorillas like Darth Vader kind of uh when they're trying He to has escape. like
2: very minor meta powers where he basically can just constrict muscles or relax them.
1: To, to so, me it's like even though it's minor that's still a pretty significant yeah, power cuz he yeah, the what, roads. what he can do is he helps Hunter Zolomon like he makes his leg not feel bad anymore like he pretty much temporarily heals solomon's leg and solomon says it feels so good to run again
2: but it even says like when he chokes out these gorillas he doesn't knock them out he says i can buy us one second and Mm -hmm.
0: then they run away like it's not like he's like throwing them
1: around or anything he's Uh, no gorilla grod flash
0: is about to lose fallout shows up um and zaps grod just enough time to stall more time for the flash to it doesn't really save it doesn't kill grod uh Grod jumps up and grabs Hunter Zalma as They're because escaping. he
2: he recognized him from the Flash's mind as his friend.
1: And they and then he breaks him pretty much like Bane. He just lifts yeah. him over his head, but rather than the knee, just like you hear like crack and yeah. yeah.
3: And now, and now, Flash is uh, after uh, Grodd escapes, and Flash is like, I change my mind. Grodd should be allowed to run free. Uh, crazy idea. He should be he should be caged because he's an animal. And he wasn't
2: advocating for him to be run, to run free. <laughs> he said, "Put him back to Gorilla
0: City." I know, but he said which would city's make not him fun. run uh, free. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I,
3: but he said Gorilla an anarchy. Like this is pro- this
0: is Africa's problem, not. I always. I, <laughs> but, I, I well, know
3: I know I, I guess this problem with Superiors in general, like the Flash is being high and mighty without giving a good solution, but uh, this is him being like, no, now I will conform to my. Primal rage and go. Well, no, after I think, but that makes
2: it clear. He says after what he did to my friend, yeah, this know. is I'm now saying. personal for me. He should be caged. Yeah,
3: I'm saying this is, this is that transition, like uh, from yeah. kind of a uh, more higher moral hero to vengeful guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I th- I think that that like that's
4: something American interventionist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then we have issue 194 where the Flash runs across the. Uh, the
0: the world. <laughs> yeah, the
1: Atlantic Ocean to go over into Africa, and then he finds the invisible Gorilla City. and
0: He can vibrate to see them, even though they're yeah. invisible, because they're, like... Some... Yeah, and,
1: and, and they show up. They have, like, these, like... Because te- Gorilla City is an advanced city, so they have, like, techno nets and stuff that they try and capture him with. And they're able to, like, t- take words from his mind to-, to speak to him, and they open a door to Gorilla City after they, like, catch him. And they're like, come on, our... Our leader, Namdi has been waiting. And then it shows, like, a two-panel <laughs> spread of, like, Gorilla City. And I was – I feel like I have been reading Divisive Issues for this moment to get to <laughs> I, the reveal of what is Gorilla City. And I'm like, We have oh. been making fun of it for years. <laughs> it's a bunch of gorillas living in the It looks treetops. just like
2: – if you're a Star fan, it looks just like a It does. It's, it's it does. Yeah.
1: It.
2: Yeah, it's a hidden thing that, like, only some people could see. It's advanced, advanced tech like, city. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he goes there, and then there's all these like big like uh, these. this mural that he's looking at and he sees the, there's Solovar which I first learned from the Patreon episodes is the good leader of Gorilla City and Grod's yeah. the bad leader.
0: I like it, how they also painted a guy covering his eyes, a guy covering his ears, a guy covering his mouth. <laughs> Speak no evil. You know, <laughs> and, <laughs> Except and, it's human. <laughs> so
1: Namdi shows up, he's the, he's Solovar's son, right? And he's yeah, here and yeah. he, he basically like he just shit talks humans the whole time because he's like, hey we don't even wear re- red in the city because we don't like blood. We don't like vengeance because this is, these are things that like embody humans. This is what humans do.
0: They're pacifist girls. He, he,
3: accuses, yeah. he accuses Flash of being uh, obsessed of, of obsessive blood because he's a red costume.
1: Yeah, yet, and Flash is like, no, I don't wear this to frighten anybody. I don't fight for vengeance. And he says, yet in your voice, mind, and heart, you have come to gorilla city seeking blood as all humans do. And he's like, well, Grodd hurt a lot of people. And then Grodd shows up
0: <laughs> and is like, I'm here to hurt more people. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: I own this city. Uh, yeah. And the other thing with Grodd, too, is like all this his text is in red. So he's like a super evil man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so <laughs> I, I first I was like, this is going to be great. There's going to be a psychic gorilla duel going on here. But that doesn't happen because no. the Flash just decides to fight against Grodd himself. And he's, like, he's trying to move so fast to, like, knock him out before he can put in his, like, psychic nightmares into his head.
0: They fight, and... Yeah. And basically,
2: he's like, look, see? I took him down. I could, I could take him back now. And they're still like, no. Like, you're still... Grounded in bloodlust, like no, yeah. and then they just put a They telekinetically put him to sleep, and then he wakes up in Keystone.
3: Yes, and then then they use Grodd's They're like, this guy is obsessed <laughs> with blood, and then they take Grodd's blood and, and paint a picture of the Flash on the wall, saying, "Fuck humans for being obsessed with blood, as they use the blood to uh, make a paint a picture." <laughs> I,
1: I like I like that touch. <laughs> And what then, are they going to do with them? I don't <laughs> to know. keep them psychically knocked out? Who knows? It's a psychic guerrilla city. It's not our yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so, then it cuts
4: to
3: Flash and Keystone, and he goes to visit Hunter. and um,
1: Hunter's
0: traumatized. by. Yeah, it.
3: Hunter finds out he came with his legs, and he, yeah. uh, he's, he says, uh, why did this happen to me? Yeah. I made my mistakes, yeah. got nowhere to run. Yeah, um, My life goes on. Was, like, <laughs> and, and
1: away. One of the things I like in between, because we're mentioning just like what Wally's going, where he's going and what he's doing and stuff. But in between this, there's, like, there's always constant scenes of like Linda supporting him and Linda yeah. hanging out with him that I really enjoy to let you know. It's like she's a constant presence and that yeah. they work like together a lot.
2: Yeah. And, and like when with her and the two cops that I mentioned before, Chira and Marillo, they're like... It, th- these, it's more than just, like, the two cops that Bath- Batman will interact in this story. Like, they are really part of the cast, and they pop up in pretty much every issue.
1: Yeah, they're, like, friends of Flash, yeah. rather than just, like, you know, where Commissioner Gordon's, like, a friend of Batman, but he's, like, the, you know, the, the quiet, like, the men don't cry type of friends where they'll show up at, like, each other's funerals, and that's it, yeah. and not talk to anyone. But these guys seem like they, they want to get to, like, know each other more.
0: We have the top issue next, where uh, well, basically get a. It starts out with the cops looking and saying, "Look, all the rogues have escaped,"
3: and it shows you all the all of them again, and then it cuts to f- f- Flash had to f- uh, spend like. T- uh because he has like he has to be He broke his
0: awesome. hand fighting yeah. Grr,
2: so to, and, and it kept it kept speed healing but wrong because it wasn't in yeah. a cast or anything so he has to break it again to
1: <laughs> I really like that idea cuz I was thinking it's like that probably would happen right because like sometimes you, you have to go to the hospital so your body doesn't heal incorrectly and as the flash yeah. you're healing so fast that it's just healing incorrectly and it's like done <laughs> I wonder how often
0: yeah characters with like healing factors would Well, I mean be he deformed. says like yeah. I think
2: this was the 14th
1: time <laughs>
0: yeah. he's
2: broken his hand in a month. <laughs> yeah. And we get a we get a scene of Linda with her OBGYN and just like she's like I, something doesn't feel right with this pregnancy and the and the doctor's like we have more tests to do and she's like do them please mm-hmm. and like i like i like the lettering here because when someone's like really upset like i said like scott collins to me captures the emotion really well but also like when she says please the word bubble is like kind of shaky and it yeah. just like the everything works together to convey it really well to me and uh, just to
3: go back to the doctor with flash real quick i uh, uh, it's like a, a, a cute a cute scene where he talks to they, they cuz everyone knows he's while he's flash mm-hmm. so they talk about how why going to be a dad and stuff before they cut to linda yeah and these these
2: doctors uh the doctor and uh his wife tina tina's actually the love interest from the 1990s flash tv show cuz they were early flash supporting characters like way before mark wade and, like, it's cool. Like, Johns brings in a lot of not just his own characters that he's creating, but, like, he is something we don't see a lot in modern comics is, like, he is using characters that were embedded in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah. so, like, these characters were tossed aside in Wade's run, and it's cool to see them return here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but I want to I bring stuff like stuff. Because this happens constantly. I, I, uh, I, I really love the unique aspect of Flash being a public hero, and mm-hmm. which is important because that gets undone eventually. Uh, Spoilers. No. Uh, So it cuts to the top and apparently the top is actually possessed like a politician or something. So that's a leftover Mark (laughs) Wade thing.
2: Mark Wade had the tops. Like after the top died in like the early eighties, Mark Wade had like his spirit take over this guy running for president. So Johns was just keeping like he was, he was revamping his powers and he will eventually have like, He'll just become the regular old top again when his body gets fully taken over. But instead of just throwing that away, he's building off of that Wade concept from like five years
1: prior. This guy is just the saddest. I'm like, I I feel sad. It's sort of like with Clive Yorkin, where I'm like, I just feel bad for this guy. So Although this guy's I actually, like possessed by nothing. App- Go ahead. I
2: think you guys will appreciate this. Do you know why the top is so crazy? Because it's revealed in the arc right after, like, it, it's by the end of John's run, one of his. his Last his later day stories it's, we read Identity Crisis, right, when they mind wiped Dr. Light Mm -hmm. The Flash came right after Iris died like right after this, he brought the top Barry brought the top to Zatanna and said, I want you to do it again this time I want you to make him good and it drove Uh. him mad having this like, he was like, oh my brain chemistry now is telling me to be a good person, but I have all this blood on my hands and it drove him insane, and Mm. that's why he's like this.
1: Mm. That's neat
2: to it. That was how the Flash tied into Identity Crisis, which I think is pretty
4: neat. Mm-hmm. That's
1: pretty interesting. Uh, but th- this guy looks like a S- Saint Paddy's Day criminal. <laughs> yes. like he, cause yeah, cause he he he's like he's wearing a straight jacket. <laughs> <half laughs> he a green straight yeah Yeah, he's got like a green hat on, and he's always <laughs> drooling and licking his snot.
4: It's <laughs> yeah. real yeah. And nasty. so he he he, he 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 attacks.
3: There's a mayor having like a memorial event, and he attacks the mayor and he's like I I want to run for mayor I guess I have to kill you to take your job and the Flash goes to fight him but he uh, he uses his vertical powers to yeah uh, because
2: the vertical powers are new he used to just spin really fast which in the (laughs) modern age is like a pretty dumb power so now they're like he can make more world spin. Which may is better? That's a better power for a speedster. So, yeah. So, Fl- speedster so Flash
3: better. runs to uh, uh he's, he's getting like nauseous, so he runs to Zalman. and he and he like throws up in the, in his hospital bathroom.
1: Yeah, and Zolman's looking at a picture of himself with some lady. Well, yeah. Before the Flash shows up, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I see you're you're looking better." And he's like, "I feel worse."
3: Yeah. So he's, yeah. he's uh, very clearly uh, bitter. Uh, very bitter. Flash, Flash is here to ask him. Uh, how, how do I beat the new uh, new new top? And he's just like, the is like, close your fucking eyes. And Flash's like, oh, okay. He just it's not. It's
1: not quite that rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's,
3: it's not that far move because Hudson is very snippy with, with the Flash.
1: Well, he says it's Flash is like he's scrambling the way my eyes interpret images, and then he says, then just close your eyes. It's like, what? And then Wally then... like
2: smirks. Like they're still. I think they're friendly, and I yeah. like the pacing that Johns uses a lot because, like, I feel like a, a lot of writers would spend a like way less time on this because this is just a quiet like conversation between the two of them and they spend two full pages so we get things like when he's psychoanalyzing uh, the top and he's like he's unable to see others as equal we're all toys to him and then he's like like I was to Grodd Mm -hmm. and Hunter like gets really upset and then it has Wally like with his eyes closed and the way the layouts are are that's like the background Mm -hmm. is his eyes closed and the panels are superimposed on top of it and I like the I like the way Collins uses layout to like convey this kind of pacing thing that like the over Overall tone that this page takes is Wally looking at his friends sadly, but everything else is superimposed on top of it. And I like that John spends two full pages with just like them talking as friends and coworkers.
3: Uh, we also, I uh, should mention that when the, when, when uh, like no, normally the boxes are very flat and like typical like standard comic style. Mm-hmm. Then when uh, the top uses vertical powers, the panels start getting warped more. Which, yeah, which, which was a nice to touch. It yeah,
1: ball. yeah, you yeah, start seeing cool. like people upside down or on the side.
3: Uh, so then, uh, Flash runs back, closes his eyes, and punches the fuck out of the top. <laughs> yeah,
4: playtime's over.
3: And then he go. And then it the, the cuts to Wally meeting Linda in the hospital, and she's actually... well, first.
2: First, there's just a quick scene of the Rogues just like hanging out and working on their like gadgets yeah. and drinking. You can kill any musician
1: in the world. Who would it be? It's like ABBA. All of them. Cold, I already said ABBA.
2: <laughs> and the reason why I think this is funny is because, like, it shows that they're just, like, drinking beers and hanging out, and Wally is on TV, and he's, like, a warning to all the other rogues who are stupid enough to stay in the Twin Cities. Your days are numbered. And they're all just laughing at the TV. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I mean about the old school rogues, like the classic rogues, the one we're going to talk about next week, is, like, that's they're that, like, more jovial, hanging out. Yeah, it reminded like, me of them family. pissing
1: on Professor Zoom's yeah, grave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the kind it of is. thing that, like...
2: It's not
3: the same trickster, right? <laughs>
2: No, this is this is the new
3: trickster. That's what I thought, and I want to point out because this is a this is this is a nice touch. Because when I mentioned Abba, then the trickster says, "Who's Abba?" And I thought, because I I knew there's a second trickster at some point. And I'm like, oh, that's a nice way to show that this is, this is a new trickster.
1: He's a, he's also playing Game Boy. That's how he you know yeah. he's a kid.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the trickster went
2: clean and he worked for the FBI. So John's introduced this new young trick trickster, and it's 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 a fun it's a fun way to rebuild the rogues because since he's young. And, like, there's a lot of arcs when he's first introduced. There's a lot of character work where the rogues are, like, just because you have the tricksters, like, tricks and, like, gear, that doesn't make you a rogue. You have to earn it. And it's a lot about, like, this basically gang initiations for this kid who doesn't have anywhere else to go trying to convince this, like, older crime family to take him in. And it's, I I think that there's a lot to be like, I think there's a lot to explore there that I think John's does pretty
3: well. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to point that out because I, I appreciate like it was one line. Like even, I, as a, I, as we, we're reading this out of reading anything else, I could tell that was a new trickster uh, probably because yeah. uh, that one line.
2: And wow. like when you have a book like John's Flesh, there's so many characters, and like aside from the gorillas, it's very, it's to me, it's always pretty clear who everybody is and how they fit into the larger puzzle. <laughs> so,
4: hey,
2: uh, I mean, like it's hard to tell the gorillas apart, but like you I can know, tell it's every just character. The
1: gorilla yeah.
4: <laughs> Aside
0: from the gorillas, okay. So cutting to the hospital. Do you know when I saw them parachuting out of the plane? I was like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna stop reading this right now. I was I'm thinking because
1: uh, Phil had just messaged us. He's like, I don't know how I can go from like liking the Flash so much disliking it I'm like it must have been that scene or something
0: uh, I, I, I love last week's stuff so much yeah
3: <laughs> so it cuts to uh, turns out something was brought uh, up with Linda's pregnancy as they go to visit, go to the hospital to do, me of Linda and turns out she's actually having twins <gasps>
4: yeah.
1: wow and now it's like oh that's nice because I t- I like that they have twins
3: and then it cuts to Hunter's all in the same hospital. Uh, he hears somebody yelling. I'm not. He's, he's, he's telling heard. himself
1: he's like, "Move, damn you!" He's like trying to focus on himself to move. And then he he's, hears uh, like a well, clang. He's
3: punching himself in the
2: legs, like he's trying to make his legs move.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it cuts to uh, he 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 wheels over to somebody yelling. I'm not here to hurt anyone. I just want to see him. It's my father and it's Peekaboo visiting her mm-hmm. uh, dying father. And police are swarming her. Mm-hmm.
4: So security. the next
0: issue is. Uh, starts with Peekaboo uh, beating up the cops. And the art style changed here. Different artists, I assume.
4: Yep.
2: Right. Yeah, it's a guest yeah. artist. Phil Winslade.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It, it's, it's, it's very different. It's more uh, yeah, like... I don't like this artist.
1: It's way. more noir. I feel like... He, yeah, more uh, noir. It does, makes sense yeah. he wouldn't like it because I'm like, this is very different tonally yeah. than yeah. what we were dealing with. A lot of shadows instead of no yeah. shadows. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Um, I liked it, but... Again, I I dislike the other one so much, I'm like, this is nice, I guess.
4: Uh, (laughs) It wasn't like
0: I'm in love with this. Um, And basically, they're talking about Peekaboo, and they give us the backstory of, like, oh, your father needed a kidney transplant, and there wasn't a kidney, so she tried to... Yeah, they recap, like, what I
2: was saying before.
1: The security guard tries to, like, knock her out with his police baton, and then as he's going to do that, Hunter Solomon's like, wait, don't hit her! Because whenever she gets, like, physically touched by anyone, that's that's when she she teleports and explodes, Yeah. yeah. And so she blows up, like, the hallway.
0: And this is where Hunter uh, starts talking to flash about this thing he heard about. He's like, I read this thing about this thing called the Cosmic
1: Treadmill. (laughs) Yeah, he's like us where it's like, if there's this problem, like, if if I want to fix this thing that happened to me when I was younger, could you run back in time? Because he says, I just need, like, you to fix one hour. I just made one mistake that led me down this life to me being, like, um, disabled. And if you just fix that issue, like, it'll be great.
2: And unlike Barry Allen, while he's like, you can't just time travel, you'll fuck everything up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he
0: knows uh, you can't just do that. And he's like, uh, you can't, don't, you know, fuck the theories and the paradoxes. And he's like, this isn't a theory. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm your really friend. <laughs> and yeah. he says,
1: have you ever heard of Eobard Thawne? And he's like, Professor Zoom? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they talk about, you know, killing him. and he's Yeah, like, Barry was
1: defending I, himself. There's no choice. And then that's where he that's where Solomon's like, that's not what you said at the trial, though, is that you were saying there was another way he had the power to stop him. And it says Flash is like, or Wally is like, today I would probably do the same thing my uncle did. Sometimes a split second decision has to be made.
0: Yeah. And Hunter's yeah. like, I don't give a shit. Just, you, just do this for me. Promise me I'll walk again. He's like, I can't do that. And he's like, I just need you to do this. Uh, and he's like, "You don't." Hunter says to Flash, "You don't know tragedy. You don't You've know." Never what I'm had going any through. personal tragedy. Yeah. You
1: don't know what I'm going through. And Flash says, "I, I have had tragedy." He says, "A bolt of lightning turned you into the fastest man alive. You have a beautiful wife. You're adored by the city and the world as a hero. Your life has been anything but tragic."
2: This and is why I love Hunter because I've seen so many people do this where it's like, "You don't know what I'm going through. Fuck off." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you knew how I felt, you would help me.
3: Yeah, because I mean, have nothing to say. He just leaves after that.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like that I, – I appreciate that because that, that's always, like, my complaint about, like, a lot of superheroes is that they do live very, like, charmed and great lives. Even if they face, like, the tragedy and stuff, it's like Hunter Zolman's alone. Now he's never going to be able to walk again, and all he can do is, like, with his life is study these, like, psychopaths and serial killers and be like, yeah. well, here's how we stop them. This per-, he's telling this to a person the city adores, and it's going to get all the credit for stopping them. Yeah.
2: And like Wally, Wally's like I've had tragedy. My uncle died, and like everybody has dead uncles without the good stuff that he has.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, they don't have a museum dedicated to just yeah, that. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so Iris shows up, and she's like, it's "Well, just... no, this is it's it's Linda, but oh, she Linda. brought cake from us." <laughs> oh, that's me. Okay, thank God. We're talking about Barry. <laughs> yeah, Linda shows up, and um.
3: And she, she she basically just explained that uh, about the talk about the twins, but they say like they haven't made it public that she has she's pregnant with twins at all yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they we know as the reader, but the family doesn't know. Yeah,
2: like nobody knows but us and the couple. But then
3: uh, they get interrupted because the uh, Pikachu Peek-a-boo comes she, back to
1: the hospital. to Pe- grab The body's
2: rejecting the kidney.
3: Yeah, so Pikachu goes back to save her father, and she's like, "Get away from my dad!" And the uh, Flash is like, "Like, hold on, like you like you need the doctor to take care of him." And she's like, no, fuck you!" She takes him. Uh, okay, I, so help.
1: I, I really like her power, and I think it's really, like, interesting. It's kind of dark, because it, it, she gets to a point later on where she teleports out, and, like, Barry, uh, Barry <laughs> goddamn, while he's <laughs> trying, he's, he's telling her, it's like, you know, don't run, and she's like, that's all I can do right now. All I was trying to do was just, like save my dad i wanted to be like a hero originally i wanted to help people she this says is... like
3: do you know why i got these powers it wasn't become, become a superhero i wanted to be like you basically yeah yeah and, and she says but you guys labeled me a rogue just
2: because i was trying to help
1: yeah and while this is happening a wally like touches her and then it, it she blows up again and she knocks uh linda who's there into an ambulance and he's like oh my god please she's pregnant and then she says, or he tries to say she's pregnant, and she kick, well, Peekaboo kicks him in the face. And he's like, please get her to the doctors. And she's like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm not doing no, well, that's this that's when She
2: says, you don't know you. me at all. I wanted to be a hero. Of course
1: I'm going to help her.
3: Yeah, and she says, yeah. I'm not, she says like, you didn't help me. So I'm not doing this for you, Flash. I'm doing this because I'm going to help this woman. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I think, like, she's a really, like, interesting character. I just, I really hate that sometimes before she does, like, she teleports and explodes, she says Peekaboo. And I get, yeah. like, that's to, like, connect you to her name. I just almost, wish she just had, like, a regular name and she didn't say Peekaboo before. I didn't want to
3: have her, be, you have to look like, like, in, in severe movies, they label like, the villains in like the, the newspapers and stuff. Like, Doc Talks was, was, like, was like a different like yeah. name. It's another thing to just have her say peekaboo when she At
2: talks, least like... she doesn't say
1: it the last time,
2: which yeah. makes it weirder that she said it the other times. <laughs>
1: yeah, so... when she tells away with her dad. And there's that point where I was like, maybe she's saying it to get people away from her, to let her let them know she's going to explode. But still, like, peekaboo's a weird way to say, I'm going to blow up. Yeah, just say, yeah. stay clear. I'm yeah, talking. like, stay clear or yeah. something. Peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So, it turns to, thankfully, it turns out that Iris was fine. The, 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 Linda. Uh, Damn it! No, no. Iris hasn't even been in this book a
2: whole I
1: know, time. but it's just like, we just think the Flash is what. It's only
2: because she said, Iris said you could
0: use some cake and <laughs> not some cake. Yeah, I also just completely was shocked. derailed. I was shocked Iris was here, by the way. I know Iris. you guys mentioned her coming back, but I was yeah. like, oh, she's just like part of the, the team. Now, she's the Flash family
1: now with Jay yeah. and yeah. Jay's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then it, it cuts back,
2: and while he's with Linda at home. And they're talking about like she took peekaboo turned herself in and he's like and Linda's like, yeah, without her father, there wasn't anything left for her to fight for because he, he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And Wally's like, I wish I could have helped her, like my track record's really like in the pits, like everybody I care about is like dying. And mm-hmm. Linda's like, well, you can't save everyone. Maybe it's time we get the whole family together to help cheer you up. Let's do it. Let's announce that we're we're going to have babies.
4: Mm-hmm. And Wally's yeah.
2: really happy about that.
1: And and then there's this dark scene, and the singer at the end, Krakoom outside the Flash Museum. Guess who's wheeling through the halls? It's Hunter Zolomon, and he sees like a big statue like Gorilla Grodd, and it freaks him out, and he like cringes like over it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I also think this
3: is the, the best, the where the works the most because a lot of the coloring. And this issue is still colorful despite the more dark art style. This mm-hmm. is where the coloring matches the more
0: inky, heavy dark dark style.
1: And yeah. he sees lit by light the cosmic treadmill. I cannot
0: believe they have a working cosmic treadmill sitting here. <laughs> That's what I was
1: thinking too. I'm like, this is one of the most like powerful weapons. Dangerous in this
2: universe. I, I agree with you that that is ridiculous however the only reason why he knows how to do anything with it is because he has top secret FBI files on the device so it's not like you could just do it i it he has to take it apart he reprograms it it seems like pretty complicated
1: but the thing is, for me, in this world where it seems like every other superhero is actually a super scientist wizard, I'm yes. like, this is just a terrible idea. You're asking. Yeah, you're like, the can read minds.
3: Grilogor can find out about this treadmill and be like, okay, he's got to finally He could read, like,
1: Wally's mind. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead.
3: I've am gonna.
2: i I've always interpreted the scene that it's broken because Wally's never, like, I think the last time I've seen it used is the return of Barry Allen, like, a hundred issues ago. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that it doesn't work. And he fixes it. With he does, he does,
0: he does, me- he does fix it, on. but if it's if it's so easily fixable by a guy who's never seen it before.
2: No, but he's had paperwork on it. He's studied the Flash and his villains. He knows all about Professor
1: if, Zoom. If like, maybe he... then it's like if a guy can acquire the paperwork to fix the cosmic treadmill. I mean, but not...
2: again, he only acquired it because he worked for the FBI as a specialist in metahuman analysis. Like I feel like it's a that's there's a lot of barriers of entry for him to clear to get access to this information. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Well, either way, he puts his wheelchair on it and he goes to the future. No he, no, he does. not It blows up. He blows. Mean, yeah, he, it blows up. It's the second. He well, doesn't I like go to the past.
1: It just blows up. I he before to go to before he goes, before he goes, it shows in the background. Like before, as he's going to get on it, there's Professor Zoom standing up, like a Professor <laughs> yeah. Zoom picture. And then he presses a button, and then you see like all the numbers. He's trying to set the date for when he needs to go back. To like 1998, and then as the treadmill starts, you're like clang. It's you just see it completely like fall apart and blow up into a giant like. That's the thing. It also he doesn't fix it and use explosion.
2: it. It's not a work. It's clearly not a working time machine. Yeah, it yeah, explodes. yeah.
0: It's yeah, but it's it still like tapped into the Speed Force as like a thing.
3: It doesn't tap into the Speed Force. Spoilers, but yeah. Next yeah. issue the uh, cover time. is if, if, if the hinting wasn't obvious enough last time. Next issue has a cover of Reverse Flash on it. You must
0: read this story of Flash's Greatest Adversary, The Origin of Zoom.
1: Blitz, The, or- the Origin <laughs> of Zoom. And then I was like, oh my god, Ryan lied to me. <laughs> he said <laughs> Professor Zoom would never come back,
0: but I'm staring at him. every At the end of every one of these things, I a Professor I, Zoom.
1: I am, I am legit, Ryan, actually hoping Professor Zoom or Zoom or someone Zoom-related shows up for this final arc. Uh,
0: I hope Zoom just... It raises me from
1: existence. <laughs> so this this issue is pretty much like the Hunter Zolomon origin story. Yeah. Since now he's going to become Zoom, and starts with who fits the profile. It's like a, his narration. And he, he talks, like, all of his narrations about, like, how he used to spend his days trying to, like, analyze minds and motivations. When he'd go to, like, a crime scene, he'd, he'd need the statistic of, like, every murderer to try and fit their personalities, like, how they were with their parents, what kind of, like, color gag they used to stuff people's mouths with. And he's,
0: he got on this path because his his dad killed his mom. And he couldn't... No one knew why. Like, they apparently were, like, in a weird relationship where they never talked. He never talked to them. They had, like, very estranged relationship.
1: As, as he's expositing, he can only say, like, I remember the machine breaking apart when he used the cosmic treadmill and the big flashlight, and then he just woke up back in the hospital in his bed again. Mm-hmm. And he said, someone say, I'm lucky to be alive, but, like, I, I need to repair my life to make it better. And he goes to, like, get a cup of water, but it, it knocks it off the bureau. And so then he talks about his parents and how he grew up alone and that like his dad, it seemed like his dad would never like let his mother talk yeah. like they both have like valued quiet in the house. Well, and, it, it
2: but from the art, I think it's pretty clear that he valued quiet and she yeah, felt dad. trapped. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She looks very
0: downtrodden.
1: And so the, turns out the because... year he graduated high school, he returns yeah. back home, and then his mother finally talked, and she told the police where the five missing girls from last summer had gone in the ground behind our garage. And then his mother, his father finds out, he murders the mother with an axe, and then the police came in, and he doesn't like stop there. Again, this is where it's like it shows like the the blood on the father and stuff, and this is where I'm just like, man, this is a really dark. Scene of like the father murdering the mother, it doesn't show that, but it shows him with like the bloody axe as police are coming in, and he's about to murder them too. And it hey, hey,
2: shows us... stuff is not colorful at all, it's all in this like yellow sepia, yep. like flashback tone, so it's not bright. And... Yeah, this this yeah. art
0: style oh. worked for me more because of the fact that there was no color in it, uh, uh even yeah. though the face. Do you hate the
1: artist point? or the color? Oh, I took okay. a
0: question, I wonder <laughs> if it's still like. I, I do wish it was like shaded more, I guess, like but with the lack of color, it didn't look as cartoony to me like when the cops are busting in. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like again, still a little cartoony, but without any bright colors, it's like
1: it it kind of it kind of reminds me of when people are like, man, I hate the direction of this movie. It was so bad. And sometimes it's like you hate the editor or you hate like um uh, the people okay, that retouch a film rather than necessarily the director of the film, even if they call the shots.
4: Hmm. That's possible.
3: So, it, so his that was a serial killer and um, he what he want he, basically Hunter's Old Man's size he wants to understand what his, what his dad was what ways that was way he was well he also
2: says like it shows him watching the the police department celebrating that they finally caught him and he said no one knew why my father did it they didn't care they were just glad the monster was gone but i cared i wanted to know why he did it i wanted to understand him in order to stop anyone else like him and like i find that really interesting of like the cops are addressing just the symptom and not the cause so they have no interest in preventing it from happening again they're just like oh problem solved
4: mm-hmm.
2: and i i like i like that as the motivation a lot for a profiler mm-hmm
0: He's in college, and he meets uh, a girl. Also, that scene where he sees her for the first time, that, again, reminds me of a webcomic face. Like, that face when he sees her, it's like... his it has no eyes, it's just, like, the one Oh, shot. yeah. Uh, and he, he
4: falls in love with He mentions, too, uh, like,
1: he, he sees her because he loved running. He was at, like, a... Uh, he was on track team. And he was running, and he says, that was, like, I did something I never did before. I tripped.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, so they start dating, and then uh, he meets... Uh, her dad, who was a professor. And, and this
1: is the man he truly falls in love with.
3: Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. a professor's a leading expert of the mind of the supervillain. And so he came up with a lot of these theories. The uber god complexes, advanced isolation syndrome. And then they go to the house and like, she would be embarrassed about, like, how much her dad would talk about this, but he loved listening to her father uh, talk. This
2: is what it's like when Ariel and I talk to her dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how often do superheroes' <laughs> girlfriends have, like, dads who are really important? I feel like it's uh, a, like... A, a lot, right?
4: I don't know. Oh, hey, uh, the dads, they're era, really modern
0: important? Modern. I feel
1: like the dads are almost always, like, I love my wife and her dad. Is like, I, I always feel like they're really important. You never see stuff about the mom's, Girlfriend's mom's being in stories. I feel
2: like the girlfriend's dads are almost always villains.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. This. They're just like they, they are like important
2: Like Thunderbolt story. Ross, like right. the, the that Hulk archetype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Or in but like uh, he's <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter's best man is his father-in-law. <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking nerd, man! <laughs> I love you, Dad. You're the Dad I never had. Yeah. But I mean, but I think that's also the implication here. Yeah. Is that his father? never spoke a word to him and never Mm -hmm. he mentions like he used to listen to his parents fight and they never once mentioned his name and he was nothing in the eyes of his parents and his father was a serial killer and now his father-in-law talks to him for hours and is interested in what he has to say and is telling him important things and appreciates him as a son like i think that that surrogate father theme is very clear here
4: i agree
3: Mm -hmm. so um this is really really stupid um the, the, the professor that uh brings up Eobard Thawne in in class, and I noticed he was exactly like the fat man that Iris possessed. Yeah, so so for a second, know. I was like, "Is this Iris in the skies? <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's just he just talking about this case about yeah. uh about uh how Allen the Barry Allen case the trial of Barry Allen basically.
1: Yeah, yeah the Eobard was a classic stalker. Yeah. Because yeah. he he loved Barry Allen, and he was obsessed with him. In the
0: middle of all this, he's calling for the nurse, but no one comes in real yeah. time. And then we go back to flashback again.
1: They um, talk about, like, the trial of Barry Allen.
0: Yeah. And then how... he talks about how he became uh, a guy who goes after
3: low-level low metahumans and costume criminals. Mm-hmm. And he's going after a guy called the clown.
2: Yeah. That and... he's intentionally supposed to be, like, a campy, like... He's, he, Again, he's he is, dressed up
1: as a clown. It's a Joker from yeah. the end of the Joker movie. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
2: But he basically, he says, like, so it's them, like, about to raid his house. And the dad's like, what do you think? And Hunter's like, he's always used the typical murder toys, you know, poison cream pies, laughing gas. He calls him dad, he's,
1: which is a touch I yeah. really enjoy.
2: Yeah. He's a kid playing a grown-up game. He doesn't want to face his adult life. I say we go, he won't have a gun. And his wife's like, Hunter, and he's like, trust me, Ashley, he will not be armed. And the dad thinks about it, and he's like, let's do it. And in the dad's glasses is Hunter and Ashley, and I like that he's like, like,
3: Ashley looks kind of mad, and Hunter's like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, dad trusts me. I love you, dad. (laughs) And it turns out that Hunter was wrong, and the clown had a gun.
1: Yeah, he breaks in. Clown shoots him in the head, shoots Hunter in the leg, and then Ashley shows up, cries over the father's body, and then shoots the clown dead. And then after that, that's when Ashley left him, and then he was left to go to the Keystone Police Department.
2: Yeah, he basically he got let go by the FBI, and he got this job in Keystone. And these are the
3: these are the few seconds he keeps saying, "I just want to go back, fix these few seconds, and my life." Yeah, is fixed. yeah. it's
0: it is yeah. really tragic. I I do. I'm like, this guy was murdering people. Like, I don't know why you'd assume he wouldn't have a gun, but I guess if you're like, I, I if know my stuff. he's murdering
1: him with, like, like, prank toys, maybe I but can. But he
3: found, they found six found people. Maybe he had people... a
0: prank murder weapon, he could still kill someone with a prank murder weapon. Yeah. Six like... electrocuted people before they. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, but... no I, I think
3: it's without a point, because Hunter was an idiot, because just because he has goofy... Killer weapons, he still could kill people with those goofy killer weapons. Yeah,
1: you know, it's kind of like the Jeff Johns thing that Ryan was mentioning earlier, where it's like the campiness versus the serious modern stuff, where it's like, this guy's going to be campy and fun. He won't kill us.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but like, that's the
2: point is Hunter is so confident and he says it was my ego. I was so sure that we wouldn't have a problem. And like, he was wrong. So even if those lethal cream pies could have killed him, (laughs) he's still like, it would have been the same outcome. But having him explicitly be wrong like in yeah. his exact analysis i think is, is important
4: yeah
3: so hunter realizes in the hospital back in modern day hunter realizes in the hospital room that the water he knocked over was still floating in midair that he can start walking again
1: yeah my legs i can feel my legs i can move them and he's like nurse someone he walks outside and everything's like frozen and he's like ah oh, it's all making sense when the cosmic treadmill blew up it did something to me and he, the people the glass of water the, of the friction on my skin that's humming sound is this what it's like to be the flash
0: yeah it's pretty cool. And as he's walking, too, his, his hospital gown just starts to catch fire because he's going so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: and this is when he starts to think if this is really happening, it's a sign. I tried to tell The Flash before the best heroes are the heroes who will take risks to help people who have faced unbelievable tragedy and understand why it must pre- be prevented at any cost.
1: Yeah. I've been given I have a, a gift, gift. A gift I can pass on to The Flash. In order for him to become stronger, he must face the ultimate tragedy. He and must... he
3: becomes. Professor Zoom. Yep, he no, must. No, he becomes just Zoom. He's yeah. not a professor because
1: <laughs> he looks at his last name. Did he, didn't, he didn't get his
3: fucking doctor, he... He, the professor <laughs> in college? Well, it's not. Be-
2: it's not because his name has the letters for. Her. <laughs>
4: he Zoom? says who, Zoom who,
0: who fits it. the profile. He asks just like at the beginning of the issue, and he's like Zoom is the only yeah, cause one. Yeah, because he
2: says like like Professor Zoom wanted to replace the Flash. He was obsessed with him. He was a classic stalker. And like, who fits the profile for who should be the Flash's nemesis? I do. Zoom and he he has a, it still looks mostly the same costume it's the yellow flash costume but the big difference that when you can tell it at zoom is he has black lenses over his eyes with like the red like rod eye circles in them
1: Yeah it's the red like pinprick dot
2: yeah. eyes and, and so I have a question for you guys did yeah. you like this
0: issue Yeah until the end I did I don't okay. like I don't like the idea of him being like well I'm going to teach the flash a lesson by becoming a supervillain uh, okay. But I, but the I mean, like the backstory stuff and the tragedy.
1: The, the backstory stuff? Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the issue. I like this backstory behind Zoom. And I actually, the, in these next like three issues, I like Zoom more than Professor Zoom quite a bit. I, I do too. I, 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 I do too as well. I, I think Zoom's really neat. I just find his reasoning very tenuous. And I wish that had been better okay. like explored because I'm like, I like the idea of him being like, not like an evil asshole to become Zoom and, like, torture them. He's like, I want him to experience tragedy and so that he knows that he has to take more risks to save people. I'm like, it just... I don't know. It's like one of those things where, again, the reasoning is you could look at Hunter Zolman and say that he's so low and he's so unhinged that to him this is a logical, like, conclusion for him to make. Mm -hmm. But for me, I almost wish, like, rather than this, it was instead he was going to be Zoom and torture Wally until Wally went back in time to fix his Mm -hmm. problem. I'm like, that would be, like, a a neater premise because right now he's just like, I'm going to exist to like, propel his character arc. I'm I'm going to push his character arc in a better direction, and the only way I can do that is by just killing those closest to him, which well, i like... Well, that's
2: all... That's that's kind of how I read it. Not so much that, like, he's explicitly torturing for this, but I think he wants to torture him bad enough that he realizes that you... Well, the next time it, it comes like.
1: up... Yeah. Yeah, he wants him to, like, the next time it comes up where it's like, you should use the cosmic treadmill. This time he'll do it rather than be like, we can't take unnecessary risks. It's just like... And that's the same I, I kind feel of thing because
2: like he said like he became a profiler because he didn't want another serial killer dad. I,
1: like, I, 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 to me, I feel like I would need a little more emphasis on him self sacrificing to make sure people learn a lesson, and okay. then I could buy him being Zoom rather than you know a profiler who wants to understand why. And now he's like, now I will be the reason why it it didn't. Like, it was loose to me. It kind of reminded me of the Professor Zoom stuff we read last time, where it's like, I'm actually coming back in time, and I'm going to become Barry Allen, so then Barry Allen can never kill Professor Zoom because he doesn't exist anymore. Where I'm like, this is a little, like, Lucy for gotcha. me. I-,
0: I felt the same, where, like, it, it seems kind of also very extreme. Uh, like, I was actually comparing this to a character in Battlestar who gets uh, disabled and, like, is very bitter afterwards, and he goes down a very dark path like Hunter Solomon. But it's like... He, I felt like his. I don't want to spoil too much, but like his justification was like I could, I could I could buy it. It would be like if Barry had or if Wally had teamed up with Gorilla Grodd after, and then you're like, I get why he's mad about this, but being like, well, he doesn't understand tragedy, so I'm gonna become like the worst supervillain in the world and torture his family.
3: In, in uh it was more emotional. Here is completely clinical. Like I, I was, I was kind of surprised he never goes after Grodd at all. Zoom. Yeah. Well, Grodd also. I mean, he doesn't know where he is. I know, but he never even thinks about it. He doesn't bring it up. I wish I could just go kick Grodd's ass. Yeah. He immediately is like, "I gotta be the villain now." Like, it's a very, I, it's a very clinical decision he makes. I don't yeah. know.
2: I've, I feel like a lot of Hunter's character. Like, I, I understand why he would take a more clinical approach.
3: But his whole thing was after they broke his legs, he was more emotional too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's fair. The main reason
2: why I asked, not so much to get a, a pulse check on the rest of the story, but more so because. John's does a lot of these backstory centric profiles, like these Mm -hmm. rogue profiles that they're earlier in the run. They're framed as like half narrator from the character and half hunters files. And Mm. I I was the reason why I was curious is because next episode is basically that for the classic rogues. So I'm. I was just, especially because Scott Collins does a lot of the art. I was hoping after how much you guys hated it so far that yeah. this issue was like okay, because you're gonna have to read several more of them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I'm okay. I'm good with backstory stuff. I, I watched okay, cool. plenty of anime, and that's they okay. love their stupid cool. backstory dumps.
2: Yeah, I was also fine with
0: it, probably for okay. the same reason.
2: So now we're up to the real climax. The last couple issues. The real blitz, are, you might say. Yeah. I don't know why I would say that. That's not a normal colloquial
4: <laughs> phrase.
0: Jay, Garrick, and uh, Wally run over to the Flash Museum and get some background info on how, how Jay was kind of like his dad figure. Um, and they see the Flash Museum completely destroyed.
1: that That's the other thing I appreciated, too, is now that like Zoom's a threat, it's like, I better get Jay Garrick here just to hang out for fun. I'm like, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, he's the only other Flash around, and the Flash Museum was destroyed. I feel like
1: he no. Would I'm care. saying because like this is obviously setting it up for like Jay to get his ass handed to him by Zoom. Oh, oh, I <laughs> see He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's, like, he's uh,
0: getting ready to get Yamcha to
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good
1: job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they show up, and Flash uh, Museum
1: is destroyed, and like uh, Wally goes through the ashes, and he finds like the Flash, aka Barry Allen, and, and Jay tells him it's like it's just statues. Wally, memories never die. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so Linda, Linda talks to Iris what's going on and she complains that everyone keeps confusing her for Iris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and and they basically, uh, oh yeah, they introduce, uh, they don't introduce, but they, they introduce to Ryan and Daryl. Uh, to Ryan and Daryl. I was like, even, who, who
1: is Impulse?
2: Uh, Daryl and no, Phil, sorry. Uh, they just, so uh, the story where Iris comes back from the future, mm-hmm. she basically, so from the future, she this is her, uh, this is Barry's grandson, Bart. And basically, he's like he—he's a character that that I I really really love. And Mark Wade, Mark Wade created him. His with grandson, the, uh, Marco Ringo. yeah, because th- they—they come from the future. Iris shows up and is basically like, this kid—he was hyper aging because he was like a speedster grandkid. Oh, okay, and they—he was raised pretty much in like VR. Like they basically had to matrix him <laughs> because okay. he was like getting—he was aging so quickly. So she brings him back in time and is basically like, "This kid sucks. He's so annoying. He never <laughs> shuts the fuck up. He's your problem now."
3: Yeah, uh, so Bart basically becomes Impulse, and he, uh, Impulse is my favorite Flash because he's kind of the Flash that everyone assumes the Flash acts like. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the in the Justice Cartoon and the Justice League movie, uh, they made Wally and Barry the funny man of the team. That's really Bart. Bart's the only funny yeah. Flash. Hmm. And and the thing that's great about Bart, like, th- Bart's whole time, he's
2: basically raised as, he's raised by Max Mercury, the Zen master of speed guy, because Wally's like, I'm not ready to be a dad, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why... At this point, and that was, like, a long time ago, and that's why this development, I always talk about Wally's overarching development, and it's that when Bart first came back, Wally was like, I am still a kid, Linda and I are just starting to figure out what we are, I can't raise this kid, and he passes the buck onto the other speedsters that we met last week, and now he's more willing to, like, he, he's now coming to terms with the fact that, like, he can be a father, and, but he, he's not, like, just shunting Bart to the side, he still wants Bart to be there and part of the family, and, like, it's, that's what I mean about, like, the Flash family that Wade was getting ready to develop
4: Mm -hmm.
3: yeah and so this is when uh uh, wally meets up with them wally and uh jay Jay, and and they've announced that that they're they're gonna be
1: parents and jay's like you're having a baby and everyone else is really happy for them and linda's like oh we're having twins and bart's like you're gonna be a dad those poor kids
0: yeah (laughs) yeah then we we have jesse Jesse Quick, who's the, the the daughter of Johnny Quick.
3: And she basically acts exactly like Johnny was, like, too busy doing a, yeah. business stuff. And she's like, sorry, I can't be there to announce your, for your baby announcement, so i got to do work, sorry, over the phone. And she hangs up on
4: Wally. And Wally's Wally makes walls. a
0: great comment, like, you literally could have run here in the time it took us to talk on the phone.
1: <laughs> and then Linda and Wally kiss, and then there's this green apparition figure <laughs> in the side that says love remember it and immediately i was like is that the specter i I was like it must be the specter especially jeff johns too i was like well because
2: one thing yeah like johns had the year prior just made hal jordan the specter so i think he was like gotta keep gotta use him enough so people get used to it i I knew
3: i knew i knew he was a specter i forgot it was Hal.
1: i didn't know when Hal because we read all the green lantern stuff so long ago where i was like i don't remember when that was so i like i was just like it's a specter is that hal i'm not sure and then you yeah. hear this, a, a big boom, and uh, Wally immediately knows it's a sonic boom.
3: Yeah, and it's, 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 per, uh, not Professor Zoom.
1: Zoom. Uh,
3: associate degree Zoom, uh, snapping <laughs> his fingers, uh... And yeah. causing Creating sonic. Sonic This is booms.
1: Zoom's
2: move. This is like Zoom's trademark move is he snaps his fingers and creates sonic booms, That's cool. which I think is visually really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I- because you just see like the you just see the two panels of him holding out his hand to snap his fingers. And then just again, like the big boom, you see birds flying and then everyone has to run and see what's happening and then you get and this is
2: where we see a lot more of that Scott Collins architecture like these buildings are all super detailed even for small panels mm-hmm. yes and I think that's that's just it, when you're writing a story that's supposed to be building the city as a major character like yeah. when we're talking about like that's the a, politics of the city good point. I think that that's really important to have an artist that puts detail into the
3: city and this scene uh, it's all about because the boom's kind of destroying buildings so it's all about Wally and Jay trying to save people as a structural damage starts occurring yeah so I think it's,
1: it's a very Zoom thing he's destroying a building in construction fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: and, and they tell Bart to stay behind because Wally hates him. And, uh, <laughs> gotcha. and then uh, as, as they're saving, as Jay and Wally are saving people, uh, Jay hears somebody saying, uh, yeah.
1: very fast. I'm going to say, wait, you're like, what? And then Jay just gets hit. And this this is, my I think, my favorite thing about Zoom. Other than him not being an asshole, but instead being a guy that's like, this is for your own good. It's that when he first appears, like usually you see the flash stuff, it's like all the lines drawn between like all the like images, the ghost images of him. When Zoom first appears, you don't see him at all. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy must be really fast. It's also reminded me of, of anime a lot.
0: Where they're like, It's he's so fast you can't even keep your eyes on him, where he just yeah. like, knocks you away and you're like, What the hell? And I like the affectation that his he's it's pretty clear that he's like not fully
2: in control because, mm-hmm. like, not like someone's controlling him, but he's every time we do see him, he's vibrating really, really quick, and his words are so slurred together and so fast that yeah. like you have to slow down to read them. There's and no
1: and, the, like, of us. Like, and like, I
2: think I think that that's a really cool touch for a character's like vocal quirk. Yep.
3: Yeah, I I I uh I thought the this um when it explains Pat especially this is how Reverse Flash should have functioned. Yeah. It's also
1: well. like this is a really cool way to bring back Reverse Flash for not just like hey how you doing Wally anyway I'm going to be an asshole and just make your life yeah. harder and so it's like it's someone using the imagery of what the Reverse Flash represented which was like this terrible force that you had to fight at full power to stop.
2: And part of the reason why he adopts this ins- this insignia is because Barry knew like he says, like Barry, he doesn't say it now, but he, he like implies it earlier that like Barry knew sometimes you have to cross the line, like you have to kill your enemy. He mm-hmm. killed Reverse Flash, where Wally was, uh, was he? Would he didn't kill Grodd, he didn't like he doesn't cross the line that Barry crossed. And who made Barry cross the line? Reverse Flash.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And so, don't even worry that what I can make out is Zoom is dead. Uh, Zoom. His name is Zoom, and while he yeah. says Zoom is dead,
1: Zoom says not anymore. All, all of Zoom's text, too, besides like being like truncated words, is that they're all it's a single word. they saying all the letters are smushed yeah. together.
3: Yeah, and so and then he says not anymore, and he goes basically. Uh, last panel is him in front of Iris as as, as Linda. As Linda. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit, no, <laughs> that's okay. Just assume
2: it's always Linda. Iris, no, is no, not no, 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 we're
1: not saying we're. It's just like a subconscious thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because they look pretty different. They're not even the same. Yeah, race. There's, there's no
3: yeah. similarity between Iris. It's just we we think we're saying fucking Linda, but we're saying yeah. Iris.
0: Yeah, Iris, Iris. So, uh, yeah, he's in front of Linda, and uh, we do get some exposition at the start of the next issue where he says he's having a hard time yeah. being yeah. so fast. Speed hard to adjust
1: perceptions. I am Zoom.
0: Wally is friend. I'm helping him face fear. Then uh we see. A kid jump in with his yeah, it's impulse. Must be impulse, (laughs) and he also can't keep up with him. And he says, "I'm you know," uh, Zoom says, "fastest boy alive." Zoom, fastest man alive.
2: (laughs) The thing that I I really like about, like, even the way you frame that, like, even though it was was a little glib of just, like, must be Impulse, it felt very natural to me why all these characters were in the same place. And I like that they were introduced as, like, here's Wally's whole family. Here are the characters that matter. So that when all these superheroes show up, it's for a purpose. It's because Wally invited them all here for this interpersonal reason, not just it's time for the big team up. Like, Mm -hmm. even though that is what plot it serves... It feels very natural that we now had exposition where we got to know all these characters out of costume first, even if it was just a couple pages, and that that I think that that's really effective. That now when Impulse is here, Jay is here, you know, they talked about Jesse already. I don't feel like oh, I guess these
0: people
3: are showing up now. It feels like they're here
0: yeah he hangs out with speedsters all day so it's like yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh, so as, there, as Impulse is fighting uh by, it's not a fight uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah he's getting to by reverse, by reverse flash uh Zoom. all of a sudden like these riffs appear in like reality like in the uh, they show uh, random images and show Bart sees himself in the kid flash costume spoilers jeff uh, johns goes on to make uh bart into the next kid flash replacing while he was so late entity and but it's yeah. but, 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 so like this is him teasing it, i guess but but uh, more importantly basically uh they reveal that these are actually rips in, in the time stream basically
1: mm-hmm. yeah i like that linda goes she takes a knife and she goes to help bart and she's like stop it stop it you see the knife disappear and then the next panel linda's just gone
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, and Bart's just—they are like broken on the ground.
1: Yep, and then he, the, the Flash is helping Jay get up, and they're talking. About, and They're like, "Hey, this guy can't like slow down." It seems, and it—it it seems like he's someone new tapping the Speed Force. And then mm-hmm. the, uh, Zoom shows up once more. There's a whole bunch of cops there. They all point their guns at him. Then all the guns are gone, and all the cops are being knocked out.
3: I wasn't sure if he was snapping next because it has a crack sound effect, <laughs> but, but
1: I just uh, figured it was like
4: punching. Punch yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: So Wally's like, hey,
2: remember when I taught you how to steal speed, Jay? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, let's do it. And they're running around him trying to steal his speed, but it's just not working. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, and but they're not that fast enough to fight him. Mean, He's just kicking their asses. And I love that he just trips Wally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you love Wally being tripped.
3: It's just funny. And, I think <laughs> S- Speedster's biggest weakness is getting tripped. And like he he, he has, so like Wally's trying to fight him while he has Linda. Zoom has Linda in his arm basically, and she uh, he says to Wally. Uh, she's like a jewel to you. Uh, you. You you left a rare diamond out on the open inside a vault. And Linda says, "I'm not an object. I won't hide from anyone." And Zoom says, "You're a You're target. A target. Yeah. You need to yeah. go yeah. away." And he snaps a finger, creating another sonic boom, sending her flying.
1: Yep. And while well, he's like, "Linda," and then Zoom stops him before he can help her from like get slamming against the ground. Yeah. And he's telling her, "It's like you have no secrets. You have no safe house. It's only a matter of time before she dies. Enjoy it while you can and learn from it." And then he disappears. Yeah.
2: And the last panel that takes up, like, half the page is Wally just holding Linda in a silent, like, there's not even a background. It's just him on, like, a blue background. Mm -hmm. And so
1: they take her to the hospital... And Bart's really sad about this, too. And then, i this is my favorite thing. I, I really love villains that do this. They just do not stop, like, harassing people. Because... Oh,
2: you... just before he shows up, I just want to say another little... Like, these little touches are, are why I really like the world that Johns builds here. Mm-hmm. Is you have, like, cops arguing, like... uh you know, like outside the hospital that they're like, well, you know, Wally West shouldn't have been a glory hound, you know, he used his public identity to get him a sweet apartment. And like, you know, we're risking our lives for that guy, you know, and, and like the, the cops that we have been following the whole time are like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you know how many times he saves everybody? Fuck you. (laughs) And like, I just, I, I like that there's, you know, like even when these cops can't affect the plot at all, it's way out of their you know, realm. It's mm-hmm. still showing they are like the blue collar people affected and emotionally invested in this arc as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I was saying before about like I like have villains that keep harassing because uh, Wally is with Linda in the hospital and they take her into the like no mittens emergency room and. This is where, like, Bart's really sad. He's like, I tried. He was just too fast. I couldn't stop him. And then Zoom just appears. It's painful when someone you love gets hurt. And he's just, he's constantly, like, a presence that's in this comic, not letting go. Rather than, like, when they show up at the Flash Museum or something and then it's like, oh, hey, Professor Zoom here. It's like Zoom's just always going to be around them, like, taunting him. And so this
0: this is, this is where it gets the most like DBZ to me, where they're like, yes, "Take truly. my energy!"
1: <laughs>
0: he's like, he's like flashes of Earth, lend me your strength, as uh, the other flashes lend. Uh,
3: Jay and uh, Impulse well,
1: give him his ki- their kinetic energy, yeah. but so now moving, he's. Super don't you guys fast.
0: love this shit? I love this part. I thought part. I I. I, I <laughs> And like it's just weird because they don't they've never done this before so it's like well
2: but like I said these are new powers that Wally has yeah he's
0: recently no but you how say just like
1: speed. from a standpoint of like comics like taking from anime. like again
0: I, it, it's I like I was still. okay with it like with the last set where it's like okay the, the different speedsters kind of just have different well, varying strengths whatever the plot needs I can kind of buy that but here it's like the the idea of like just giving him like powering him up to Super force. Saiyan I'm like oh that's <laughs> okay I guess I I didn't hate it I was just like. It's weird. But.
1: <laughs> I like that he had to take, because I, I like that it pre-established in the last issue where he takes kinetic energy from all the falling debris from the construction yeah. building. So I'm like, okay, that's an ability, yes. And that's like, I guess it makes sense that you'd be able to take their kinetic energy as well. But they're not moving. Now they can't they, move, and right? now he's going to be super fast. Like, and so Zoom punches him into pretty much like another climate.
3: <laughs> yeah, so it turns out even with Jay and uh, Bart's power, he's still not fast enough to catch up with Zoom.
1: Yep, and he yeah, sees yeah. he sees all the windows into time that Zoom tells, and then Zoom reveals that he's Hunter. And Zolliman. Zoom
2: isn't controlling those windows; yeah. they just are popping yeah, up. Yeah. So one, it pops up, and it's Hunter exploding in the cosmic treadmill. And Wally's just like, "What did you do to him? You know, what what did you do to Hunter?" He's and like, me, he's like, me, "Oh, him. he's fine." And yeah. yeah. so he yeah. was mad,
3: at saying, "I
0: am." Hunter it it me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, and he says like, "Hey, Wally's like, we're friends." He's like, "Yeah, exactly, we're friends, but you wouldn't help me. You refuse to use the crossing treadmill, so I'm going to teach you." to to take the risks. And then he claps his hands together, creates an avalanche. And he's just yelling at Flash to look at him. And
2: this is where he says like it's not that he's trying to get cuz he's like it's he, to me the way I read it, he's like it's too late for me, but he says like I need to make you into a hero that will take any risk needed. You must learn, you must see what it's like to live with loss so that you will do anything in your power to help people, people like me. I'm making you a better hero. Like that's to me that's the parallel to his I want to know why my dad did this, so I could stop other people from going through what I went through. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, that's to
3: me why his his motivation works for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he t- tells uh, as they're fighting, he's hitting Wally's ass. I just went back to the hospital uh, while yeah, we were fighting. So fast. Mid- <laughs> Mid- yeah, punch, said, while, like, the doctor just told her Linda's had a miscarriage. Your, your twins are dead. They are dead. Uh, and he says, I I let me tell you a secret. Uh, I found records. Uh, you're gonna have a baby girl and a baby boy. And and I'm teaching you how to be a better hero, Wally. Lesson one is over. Time for lesson two. As he's choking Wally out and Wally starts crying.
1: Yeah. I'm like, that is an asshole, yeah. Zoom, yeah. if I've yeah. ever seen one.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: And so we have the final issue, Blitz, the conclusion. It's the Flash running on the cover. And Zoom tells him, it's like, hey, guess what? Lesson two, I'm going to cripple you. I'm going to cripple you like you crippled me. And get, like, two like, yeah. neat of, like, the lightning bolt and the reverse zoom lightning bolt where it tells both their origins and the, the little uh, bubbles.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in, the, in, like, the Also, bubbles, one of the other really things the I wanted page. to point
1: out, at the end of one of the last issues, like, what was it? It wasn't, I it, I think it was 178. They're at, like, the Pied Piper's, like, room, and one of the books just says Zoom on the cover, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> and so Zoom, they're in the desert now, and he's, he's just beating the shit out of them he says, like, this is my class, it's my time, you will listen to me. And my name is not Hunter, and he's, he sees, like, another tear in time, and it's Ashley. And all the tears in time look like, kind of like the red lightning bolt that's on his chest, too. Mm-hmm. And so he starts hearing things yeah. like, like the uh, he won't have a gun, he won't have a gun, heard what happened to your mother. And he starts yelling, go away, and it, like, cracks the ground. And yeah, he punches. so
3: when he said he told Wally to... Uh... Like, when we said that he has control of the things and how he told Wally to like, look at him, he basically just mm-hmm. like, trying to ignore all the visions because uh, they're showing him stuff he doesn't want to see either.
1: Yeah, and so he punches Wally, yeah. like, again, into an, another zone and then Zoom leaves. And then who shows up to help? But it's Jesse Quick who had ignored yeah. him. She's like, I'm sorry, I should have been here.
3: And, but, and uh, so they go to the hospital to check up on Linda. And they talk about how Zoom's power works. How he's it's a, he's... just the scene from Back to the Future. Jay brings
2: out a chalkboard for some reason.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking this is like a callback to when they were talking about how Wally needs to be faster to beat.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right.
1: Yeah, where it's like, hey, we need to, like, let's get all the flashes together and talk about how do we go faster. But I
3: do I do like to explain that Zoom's power is based on time, not the speed force. Yeah. So his, his power is completely different than... Um... He can't go back in time, but he's con- he controls how fast or slow
2: he's moving through time.
1: Yeah, so basically, Zoom, after the Cosmic Children will exploded, he become unhinged in time. And I was like, oh, I like this idea, too, where it's like, it's not that he's going, like, necessarily faster. He's just, like, rapidly going through time. Yeah,
0: it makes sense, like, that, that it's like you're not even fighting the same battle, basically. Like, you're not actually trying to, he's not going faster than you. He's Yeah, just... you're
1: fighting a time traveler. But I'm like, star.
0: how, I don't know how you ever beat that, then. Because yep. no matter how fast you go, theoretically, he does, it doesn't matter to him. Because yeah. he's wherever he wants to be in the future in time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: but but then so when they confront him again, spoilers. The way you beat him is by having Jesse Quick also give strength to it's... <laughs> Wally strength too.
2: So this is this is a reference to a Mark Wade story that I actually did consider putting in just because I think you guys would really like it. So right after the return of Barry Allen, the story we did last time, at at, at one point, Wally tries out that speed formula because there's a helicopter about to crash and he doesn't know what to do and he taps into that, the 3X2 9YZ4A thing we talked about last week and it basically freezes time for him and he realizes that no matter how much time he has, he still is just a guy and he can't stop a helicopter from crashing. There's nothing he could do to save these people mm. and he ends up spending the whole issue with Max Mercury who can also move that fast because he's, you know, the mysterious Zen master and He basically walks him through the whole city and shows him people that have already died that Wally wasn't there to save. It's like a car accident. And Wally's like, we got to save him. And he's like, look, this guy's already dead. Hmm. And it's basically just like he's stuck frozen in time. And it's how Wally starts to accept you can't save everyone. You just do the best you can. Mm -hmm. And like, it's a great issue. And basically this is what he's referencing here because Jesse's trying to help him fight zoom she gives him the speed and yells the thing and it kicks him into that overdrive where he's basically unstuck in time as well by okay. like tapping into the speed force that I, hard
1: i was gonna say i think one of my problems when i was reading this is because i just thought of jesse quick as another speedster it was crazy to me that with jay and impulse's powers that wally still couldn't match zoom but now well, it's some, more you have she's this, tapping
2: like... into it in a different way so like mm-hmm. Jay and Barry are just giving him a stronger connection that he already taps into. This is tapping into, like, a different field. Oh, okay, so that makes more
1: of, Yeah, I, more. I didn't know that was, like, time-stopping powers necessarily, which it's is not not why I was confused. It's not necessarily
2: time-stopping powers. It's just, like, the time that he's tried to use this thing in the, fa- in the past, it went so fast that he couldn't turn it off until it wore off, you know? mm mm-hmm. Hmm. and that's he says like i suddenly realized what jesse did her mantra had happened to me once before time nearly stops around me all laws of physics are shattered my eyes are starting to adjust to meeting the light instead of taking it in and he sees zoom is an out of focus blur but then he can finally see him the images begin to sharpen yeah. and he's like the good thing is i'm as fast as zoom i'm standing still in time the bad thing is i'm all alone and he sees they're basically in this like very dbz like they're in this like alternate dimension where they're fighting frozen
1: now. time yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so so so, so uh, uh, they start fighting, and Zoom's like, "You're still pulling your punches. I didn't push hard enough, so we got to go to final exam. Then I got to go kill your wife." <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna
0: do what all of Zooms do." Yeah.
3: Well, but that's the Which
4: point.
2: Is, is he's like because he wants he. He wants Wally to be willing to kill him.
1: Yeah, that's what he says to him. It's like, I want you to be able to kill me like Barry Allen killed Professor Zoom. I just, I love, I really hope the, the next, our final Flash U-er thing is it ends with another Zoom coming back being like, I'm gonna kill your wife.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> kill the wife of uh, whoever the next Flash is.
3: Yeah. And, and I, and I thought this was, so he's basically right around the world like uh, Barry and Zalman did. Yeah, and yeah, you get, one thing like, I found, yeah. Uh, one thing I found cool is, uh, they're going so fast, like they go, they run all the way to Metropolis and run past Superman, and like, and he's like, while well, he says like, we ran back past so many superheroes, and I want to call out to my friends, but this is all happening for like a second to all of them. So like, it yeah. shows like mm-hmm. Superman is like the fat one, fastest superheroes. This is like happening for a second to Superman. Like he, he came, he, Superman yeah. came what's happening Yeah, a right thousand
1: now. miles with every punch thrown. I can't fight forever. I can already feel the speed I stole from Jesse being used up. I'm slowing down, and so they're getting closer and closer to they, you know, they get back to Keystone City. It says, I, I push myself over the edge. It gives me, I push myself over the edge to give me an edge. The world glows around me. The speed force calling to me by concentrating on Linda. No one no one will ever take away from me. And as he's like got um Zoom in a chokehold, he sees this like another Terran time of when Hunter Solomon was asking, when Hunter Solomon's, the, the father figure is asking, him, it's like, what do you think? Is this guy going to be armed? And this is when Wally says, I'm truly sorry, Hunter. I truly am. And then he sticks his head into the time window and what it does is it like it fuses yeah it freezes him in time in that like image but he's like
2: not in his important timeline
1: yeah but he's he's stuck in the present but like he's just there he's frozen
3: in the present but in his mind he's stuck in that moment
0: where he was telling the dad that oh
3: it's fine he doesn't have a gun
1: yeah
0: i i can't i can't believe I, I can't believe you could argue that it's wrong to kill people, but it's okay to time hell them. I'm not arguing that that's
1: also that that's
0: right. But he, but wouldn't it be more right for him to just kill him there and not torture him for all eternity?
1: It, I, it, for me. This is – because I see this, and just r- real quick, that uh, Wally sees, like, the little, like, another time terror of so he, him well, saying – Well, he says,
2: I've won. I And then he hears, go ahead, Wally. You've been dying to tell them. You could probably guess why we all called you here. And the last time window that opens is him and Linda saying, we're going to be parents. Mm-hmm. And Wally reaches for it. He starts to cry, and he says, I've won. And the next nothing. panel is him on his knees in the same pose that Hunter is, and he says, I've won nothing.
1: Yeah. And then this is where you get the <laughs> – after that scene, they go back to the prison at Keystone City. And in a vault on deep underground, the warden has Zoom locked in like a glass tube. And they're saying, like, what's he staring at? And they're like, I don't know. And it's just, you see the word bubble. He doesn't have a gun. Trust me, actually. He doesn't have a gun. Trust me, actually. And it just zooms in on his eye. And he's It crying. zooms
0: <laughs> in on him. <laughs> and he's just crying, stuck in that moment. For and I so th- remember, this is where I was is like. horrible.
1: This is where I was like, Phil, where I was like. I. It reminds me. Spoilers for Heroes season two. But there's this guy that they can't kill, oh so God. they're like, "I'm gonna teleport this guy into a coffin deep underground so he can. Never oh get yeah. Out. I- and I was like, "This is the worst. No one in the universe, no matter what bad you've done, deserves eternal punishment. Period. Yeah. I'm like, that is too much. I'm like, it's it, it's like um, it's more merciful to kill Zoom than to lock him in time. Okay. Hell. So.
2: I want to just, because we only have a couple pages left, I want to very quickly just talk about the epilogue, and sure. then we'll talk about this thing. <laughs> yeah. So Because the epilogue is mostly more set up for the next phase of John's run, Absolutely. What, what he goes to explore here. Oh, yeah. But so this is really, to me, this is where like Blitz ends, and this is where Ignition begins, which is his next arc, which we're not going to cover. So it's Wally visiting Linda, and it's just... it's. This very personal scene to me where she's like, Did you stop him? And he's like, Yeah. And she's like, Is he? And while he's like, Dead? No. And she's like, But our babies. And then they're just holding each other. And while he's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And then it just has a quick recap where. <laughs> Like, of what's happening. And Wally's like, Bart's going off to join the Teen Titans, written by Jeff Johns, starting next month. (laughs) And, oh, Jesse Quick is going to join the Justice Society, also written by Jeff Johns. She gave up
1: her powers, so she'll have different stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so it's, like, different status quo for her. And Iris is helping Linda, you know, get through it and shows them, like, in bed. And, like, they're, you know, like, she's, like, helping her. They're just, like, hanging out. And then Wally goes to the graveyard where he talks to Barry. And then fucking... Barry shows up on the cosmic treadmill and he's like, hey, I'm on my way to go die. Just want to tell you you're <laughs> doing a good hated job. He did
0: this so much. I could
2: not believe they brought him back. For yeah, this. very dumb. Very not, not good. And Barry's just like, you know, just saying, like, I, shit sucks, but, you know, you should be with Flash. Flash is pretty good. And then, <laughs> fucking, the
3: Spectre shows up. <laughs> Hell, yeah. They, 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 they go to the fucking house cemetery gravestone and Hal-, Hal shows up saying hey uh, I'm gonna wipe yeah. away your fucking uh, <laughs> so, secret identity I'm gonna bring yeah. back your secret identity Flash so, and okay. he's like yeah this is cool get yeah. back we'll make me original
2: guys okay so yeah so that so that sucks but what, what happens here and I just like very quickly so Hal wipes everybody's memory of who the Flash is I'm Like he says I-, I
0: can't change history but I can from this point on make it that no one knows yeah. the Flash's identity
2: which I don't like I don't like when they did this exact same fucking thing to Spider-Man a couple years later too like I don't I don't like it's this dumb. but the thing that is an interesting hook that Like we, and again, I'm not. This is not a justification of why it works here. It seems
3: like we're rushing over the fact that Barry Allen and Hal Jordan show up out of nowhere. Yeah. The the book does it too. Like, we're not. Yeah, it's very, very quick.
1: They just show up, but the thing is, they can both do that, I guess. It's like it makes sense if Barry's like, this is me before I died coming to the future to just give you some, like. How does he use use the cosmic
0: treadmill? The cosmic treadmill blew up. Hunter's Island blew up the cosmic treadmill. Not
3: yet. but But more importantly, like, if you're a reader and you're getting invested in the stakes of the story, which is why I hate because i i think blitz is actually a good story uh mm-hmm. but specifically uh, but you're getting invested in the stakes of the story and then the story ends with saying, the sticks are gone, fuck you. Okay, now now I, the only reason why I want to push back on that a little, I
2: agree that this is dumb and, and poorly handled. The only reason why I just want to push back on the stakes thing is because it's not just, here's a new status quo, like, oh, nobody remembers him. Like, that's the way it was done for Spider-Man, where Spider-Man just wakes up one day, and like, because we covered Civil War way back when, where he mm-hmm. told everyone he was, Spider-Man just wakes up and they're like, oh, your dead friends are back, and everybody remembers who you are, and you live with him, and nobody remembers who you are and you live with Aunt May and like all these things that <laughs> like that's really really shitty but You're the way Spider-Man this is done again. <laughs> yeah so so Hal wipes everybody's memory and the the hook here is that he also wipes Wally and Linda's memory so they don't know who the memory. Flash is and then we have a much quieter story called Ignition after this where this is where I was saying that Wally and Captain Cold become like almost like acquaintance friends with mutual respect to each other because Wally doesn't know he's the flash either. And you also have this thing where Wally hates the flash because it's the flash's fault that his unborn children were murdered. And he all of a sudden slowly realizes that he is the flash for like a couple different reasons. And he has to come to terms with that. And when he tell, when he finally tells Linda, Linda leaves him for a while because she's like, I know it is not your fault, but I have spent the last like six months. However, I don't remember what the time jump is. She's like, I've spent the last months hating you and I didn't know it was you. And now I know that you're part of why our babies are dead. I need some time apart. Hmm. And it becomes, it's not just here's this old status quo back. It becomes a very, to me, a very detailed and emotionally explored chapter in Wally and Linda's relationship where they both have to come to terms with the past that they are just starting to remember. And it culminates around the same time that that whole Barry Allen mind wipe thing happens that we were just talking about that that's used as part of it of Wally, like realizing that it, he shouldn't have done like, it was unfair for him to put Linda through that. And there's a lot of character growth there. That is why here it sucks. But Johns does this dumb thing to set up a status quo that I think he explores really, really well. It just sucks that, here it looks like it looks space like space magic does it. It looks like space magic. Just it, 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 is,
0: it is literally that. It's uh, worse yeah. because it it it, all, it was like a monkey's paw of space magic where Hal didn't tell him like because especially because ba- <laughs> Barry was like, hey, I want you to remember, you got to keep being the Flash, and then they trick him and he's like, I want to erase everyone's memory, and he's like, gotcha, you said everyone, and then he erases his memory. I'm like, uh, you, it's just a dick yeah. move. Hal it, Barry a should not jerk. Have been part of this decision at all. Like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Keeping the, the Flash, now? but I'm going to knowingly participate in the erasure of your memory like I,
2: I, <laughs> yeah it's dumb it's dumb but i just wanted to def- i wanted to defend that it's one of those things that it's a dumb move but like like a lot of things we talk about things might you're saying set a good really, thing really came dumb. out of a, dumb a good move. thing came out of it and it's still because it's the same writer it's one of the reasons why like i forget how dumb this scene is handled because i i, I very rarely just read this scene without doing a reread of the whole run so mm-hmm. like it's. I just wanted to mention that, like, there's a lot of cool stuff after this, but I do agree that this is really stupid.
3: That is important because at least George John's had a plan. It's just that it felt like when he was writing, he had black, black, blank hole in the space yeah. between. Yeah, black it's like conditions. I want to get yes. there.
0: So what am I gonna do? Uh, I agree. Uh, blah.
2: I also think that personally, I think that his. I'm curious, because this was issue 200, which is this big anniversary issue, and usually for the 100 issues, they try to do these huge status quo shifts. Yep. I wonder if he ham-fisted this in order to make this issue the important one, and, like, the Blitz conclusion is, like, I think well-paced and like all of the zoom stuff i think is the way johns wanted it to be mm-hmm. this feels like he was like i want this issue to matter even more here's this at the in the la- line i only have 8 pages to the do the things you, know? you
1: guys used to argue about before where you're like editorial decisions where it's like they're like uh oh, we we need wally to not be the flash it it feels I like i don't
3: know i still i <laughs> this this is, is why i miss in but... in the 80s and 70s uh, when X Men reached issue 100, their momentous decision was them fight robot versions themselves. That, that was their <laughs> momentous decision.
2: Like, and again, like, that's, that's pure speculation. That's not based on anything other than just like my theory
3: about and it. That, that's, so, not, that's not commentary on this specific issue. In, yeah. in general, that this, but that does happen where they make a issue 200 that absolutely
1: happens. Yeah, you want the big hundred issues because people are more likely to buy those. I'd imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I did not expect you guys to hate this so much. I'm sorry. I
0: feel I felt bad actually because I when I was when I made that comment in the chat before this, I'm like, this must be a, a bad one we were supposed to read, and when you didn't respond, I'm like, oh no.
1: <laughs> like, no, Ryan, I, Ryan said I think last week you're like, this is like my favorite Jeff Johns story. I
0: I, right? I really love this story. A lot. I, I'm sorry. I feel bad because I do appreciate how much you love the Flash, and I I, I will say I actually really like. Don't the have Flash. to like it. It's fine. I liked The Flash a lot in the past two episodes we did, so I just... You feel like it's
1: balanced. You're like, oh, you know, I like plenty of the Flash. Johns is a
2: controversial figure for a lot of reasons. Like, I'm a big fan, but some people are super not. And, like, I think this story is a good example of why he is kind of controversial. Because, like, we did Shazam, which Mm -hmm. he also wrote. And you guys, like, seem to really, really like. We also did Flashpoint, which he wrote, which we all hated. You know, like, he. and I think it's because Johns walks this line between modern edginess and Silver Age revisionism that is so arbitrary for me on where people fall on when it works and when it doesn't that like the, to, for me reinventing Grodd as this like animalistic primal villain, instead of this more campy, like I'm going to take over the world type gorilla works mm-hmm. for me because I, I find the animalistic like bloodlust to be more interesting in the franchise. Cause it's something the flash doesn't have. I understand why that super takes you guys out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I find the balance between colorful costumes and like Zoom and how dark he gets to be really engaging. I get why people don't like it, you know, but it's it's one of those things that that's the I think that this is the kind of thing that it's why Flash fans love the Flash, but he's never going to hit the same level as Batman, Superman, Superman. Uh, Captain America, like these more iconic characters, because he has just based on his power and his design, I think he has an inherent campiness built into him. That if it takes, if that kind of thing takes you out of it, I think that's that's yeah. where it's gonna fall. You know, even yeah. like you guys seem to really enjoy it last week and the week before, but there was still a lot of I don't know about this part. See, you know,
1: it, I, I feel like. It- I'm sorry. It's every time you say it, it's like, oh, man, you guys really enjoyed last week and you guys really didn't enjoy this week. For me, both these stories were about the Like, this week and last week were about mm. the same level of enjoyment for me where I'm like, they're all right. Like, I, I, I like this one more, but I had more gripes with it at okay, moments. that's interesting. Whereas for me, the last story was like, it was good. It, it, like, I can see what Slice saying where it, 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 there's a lot of, like, really good moments in it other than, like, z- z- like, Professor Zoom's motivation. But, like, I cared more about what was happening here than the last one where it's just like, hey, I'm back. And said here, it's like, this is a really interesting – and I was interested in seeing how he would solve it. And I, it's – like, at the end of it, I did feel like punching the gut, because I, I thought he had twins, but I guess well, so Flashpoint by the, redoes that? Well, no, by the end of Johns'
2: run, Johns' run ends with them having the twins. Okay. Through... Shenanigans, but it, yep, of it's course. the thing is, it's the kind of thing that I think it is handled very, very well. But there is no possible way for me to explain it that doesn't make you guys despise it. So I'm yeah. just
1: not going
0: to. I mean, but you already had that...
1: time traveling Iris in Fat Man's body, yeah. so I don't care anymore.
0: Raining just... paratrooper gorillas. I'll yeah, it, 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 it's it, it's it. just, but like, it, it's just,
2: it's complicated because John's writes long form comics so it's yeah. very hard for me to be like well this one arc you would have to know a bunch of new concepts yeah. and characters and like there's a million things which, it's just which
1: i feel like you've been doing throughout this entire thing it's like actually this is related to this and this is related. Yeah, which to is that, why like this is...
2: i'm not i'm not as good at planning out these mega things as sly is and part of mm. it is because i don't want to edit pieces of pdfs from different issues <laughs> yeah. but like it's to me that's also one of the reasons why i wanted to do it is to see what works in context and what doesn't because like a lot of times, if somebody's like, "I want to read the Flash," I can't give them sixty issues of Jeff Johns' run to read. You yeah. have to pick a place, and I would always start with Blitz, but like, no one's ever asked me this, so I've never done it. But because <laughs> no
1: one's wanted to start with yeah, that.
2: but like you know, it's it's one of those things that like this story means a lot to me, but I I've only ever read it when I read the whole run. So like, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like, you guys talk about how dark and gritty and like depressing like the 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 babies and stuff are in it, but mm-hmm. I've always viewed them as. Part of a narrative that ends with them becoming parents, not this is the story of how Wally's unborn kids are killed. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So which like, is, in isolation, it, it's seen as that.
3: Yeah, well, Hunter Zolmer's just pure dark. Oh yeah, kiss, yeah. Her her dad, fucking because I'm not broken. saying it's not and dark. Then, and then his ultimate,
0: uh, his resolution is being put in time hell, watching the worst part of his life <laughs> <Yeah>. repeated forever. <laughs> yeah, like he Poor is God. just like the most screwed over character I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, Spoilers for next week. It's not for eternity. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, this is I never thought. I I
1: feel like I'm, I'm now in like bleach hell where I've been tortured so much where I'm like <laughs> zoom zoom zoom.
2: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm. I am glad. Even though you guys did, like were super into it, I am glad that you appreciated Hunter because I think Hunter's a really cool character, and mm-hmm. like I feel for him a lot, and like I'm glad that that shone through a
3: little bit. I, I will say, you talking about ignition made me. Back to like a seven out of ten for this. Okay, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's <laughs> pretty good. That's better than most things. Solomon, uh I'm I'm more in the Mark Wade camp of superheroes. I feel, uh, which is why I've never uh, lashed out to Jeff Johns. I, I I think Mark Wade in general. If you want to know well how I wish comic books would be like, just look at Kurt Car- Busiek or Mark Wade in the '90s. Yeah, that's pretty much what I wish comics were more like. Uh, and that's kind of why I like Hunter Zolomon. Like if you cut, especially when we when you mentioned that he does get the kids later on eventually, mm-hmm. because it is it is dark. That he's trying to kill people, and like uh, his like, but like it's still the uh, still the more question of whether Wally should do the dark thing or not. It, yeah. it's 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 a very old, it's a very comic booky uh, old age superior question mm-hmm. of whether he should do it. And um, Hunter Zalman is a compelling character. Uh, I still. Would cut if if Grodd wasn't a part of this, I would like this a lot more. But um, <laughs> I I think
1: overall he's technically not a part of the Blitz experience. I like that Ryan was showing us more of the Rogues than he was no, but he's showing but, he's, Grodd. Part
3: of, he's part of Grodd. He's, part of, he's part of Hunters. World, oh yeah, Hunter's yeah, yeah,
1: he did. He paralyzed them.
3: Yeah, like, like, he he He's going to the cosmic treadmill. He sees Grodd. He, he shakes in fear. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I will say so. Jeff Johns will never be one of my his, his image of comics is never gonna be my image of comics, but he's written many stories that I really enjoy, like Flashpoint. Exactly, <laughs> I, I would uh, I would, knowing that the ramification a been more. I would say this is teeters more towards a story I enjoy. It's also to me John's a lot of people like
2: really harp on him being like super Silver Age revisionist and he brings back all these characters and stuff which he does do. But at the same time like he's the character he is the writer that like he brought like Hunter he didn't bring back Ibrad He creates Hunter Solomon which yeah. is, you know... Yeah, and he so homages
3: like, Thawne, which I thought was interesting. Because yeah, mm. and also, like, he ends
2: his one. run with Wally. Him and Linda didn't get divorced, and, like, yeah, he does undo his secret identity, but he also does give him two children, which is, like, how... There is, like, a lot of people point to Dick Grayson as the character that was allowed to grow up, but, like, Wally West is the only character that we meet as a child... And he grows up and has children. Like, that's that's not in comic books. That's just mm-hmm. not a thing. And, like, John's, yeah, he likes to bring back, he brought back Hal Jordan and, like, did all these, like, things. But he also is always pushing the universe forward in a way that, like, like his Justice Society run has a lot of legacy characters. We see Jesse join the team. Jesse is not a Justice Society team. In- incorporating her into that is... Like, is pushing that franchise forward in a new way, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't I think he strictly just retcons everything, like a lot of people accuse him of.
3: I, when you brought up Grant Morrison, brought back Barry, I think Grant Morrison's more guilty of that, in, uh, uh, going purely Silver Age. And... I, I, it's funny because I think he is more guilty of that, but I also think that he makes more risky changes than uh, yeah, he does, the... he does, but he, but he's trying, well, he, what well, he, I'm, I'm assuming what he's trying to do. He's trying to bring it back, but he's trying to justify its existence in the modern era. So he, he raises all these questions about the constant of bringing it back. Yeah. Because it, it'll, it'll be very, very boring if it was just the original 70s stuff exactly. Yes. So he's yes. trying to bring it back and justify its presence. For sure. But, but while, while he feels more like... I mean, uh, Jeff Johns feels like he's trying to continue keep the continuous timeline and the changes that exists already more, more often. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it.
2: Cool. So we are 75% of the way through our Flash Saga. Thank you guys for going on this journey with me, you three. I know that it's uh it's had it's ups and
0: downs. We did bleach so it's like what could you know <laughs> what, could, like, be what could be worse than doing that at the truly. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that my favorite thing is almost <laughs> as bad <laughs> as bleach. We didn't say almost <laughs> as bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm just kidding. I don't take it personally. Yeah, you're, I still you're, have you're, I, this is sly, why I sit alone and read comic books all day. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so do you guys have anything to plug or anything? Does DM at all have some new stuff out? Oh, uh, we
3: just recently released our uh, episode on Ravenloft. If any of you uh, played Fifth Edition's Curse of Strahd, uh, it was based originally off the Ravenloft module. So we talked about the original version of that, basically. And next, uh, in a week or so, we're going to release uh, the sequel, of Ravenloft Two, which was a f- weird, forgotten sequel that everyone tries to pretend didn't happen.
2: <laughs> that sounds awesome. And I know if you guys back your Patreon, you get things early, right? Yes. Do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's patreon.com slash DM it all. I'll do the heavy lifting. Do <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> yes, do, do that. <laughs> you're, you're you're our lightning rod. Well,
2: I have had some listeners, <laughs> you know, reach out to me about the Patreon and stuff. And like my suggestion is if you're if you want to keep supporting us, support Phil, uh, support Daryl and Sly at DM it all. It's their Patreon is less expensive than ours for content that is probably better. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, pass, pass, that, pass the savings on to them. And if you want to follow... I just launched all of my new band social media accounts. We, are, we put up a bunch of cool pictures. We're going to be releasing some songs as we finish our first album. But you should follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll have an Instagram soon. But it's Premium Heart. And all the tags are like Premium Heart NY. So, yeah. And I run uh, the Twitter so you can talk to me there. Or, you know, don't. Whatever.
4: <laughs> you can't have
2: to. Yeah. So... Cool. So, thank you all for listening to divisive issues. I've been showing up just to mind wipe
0: all of my co-hosts. I've been for some. I've been putting Ryan in time hell as a mercy,
1: <laughs> and I've been controlling an army of guerrillas to get them to get me out of prison.
0: Stay in
2: continuity.